Hey, Action Shelf listeners, before we jump into the show itself, we want to tell you about how you can get even more action in your life. Mm. <laughs> that appeals to more you. Action, more action, you more say, More action, John. you say. Yes, if you go over to our Podbean patron page, that's patron.podbean.com slash punchup, you can listen to Lisman and I watch, what's this? Good action movies. Good action movies, you say? That's right, a change of pace. We thought behind the paywall, let's give people something of quality. So And give us something of quality. I know, it's such know? a pleasure to do that. So twice a month, you and I will be doing commentary tracks that you can download for uh, yes. good action movies, all kinds of awesome mm. stuff from a lot of our heroes like John Woo. And uh, we've done stuff from the John Wick franchise and Sylvester Stallone, mm -hmm. Arnold Schwarzenegger, all the guys we never get to talk about on here. Yeah, so you, stuff we legitimately love and uh, love to share with with you you all. Um, yeah, yeah. So you can listen to that uh, as as well as other cool exclusive content from the Punch Up Entertainment Network shows. Uh, once again, the address for that is patron.podbean.com/slash/punchup. And now into the action. The action show. Welcome to The Action Shelf, the podcast celebrates the glory of B-Action movies. I'm John Campbell. I'm Michael Lisman. Oh, Lisman. I mean, there's no sugar coming this. We stepped in it this week, didn't we? Oh, boy. We <laughs> stepped in it big time. Uh, a big old pile of something. We... <laughs> And it's it it's one of those puddles where it looks shallow on the surface, and then you're up to your waist in it once you step down, man. Because yeah, uh, we got a Braxis yeah. all over us, man. Uh, oh boy, yeah. <laughs> and I don't think that comes out easily. No, uh, no. This is uh, I, my dry cleaner said just toss it. Um, because mm -hmm, you're never mm -hmm. getting that out. Yes, we talked. We we, we watched 1990s Abraxas Guardian of the Universe. Also. <laughs> And right off the bat, Guardian of the Universe, we are just skate, we are just skirting copyright infringement with a comics company. So, <laughs> and get ready for the whole fucking movie to be that. Uh, mm -hmm. But a movie this bad can only mean that one guest is with us, a man who I swear we 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 never guide him towards what he chooses to do on this show. Mm -hmm. Alex Schaefer is back with us. Alex, you. Well consistently choose i i don't even want to say the worst just the weirdest movies you know <laughs> i go off your wonderful spreadsheet yes. and i see these very intriguing titles and i do just like it's, very it's... very very surface level research yeah mm -hmm. well I and mean, here i see something that is just preposterous sounding and i yeah. see it's jesse ventura who is a fairly entertaining wrestler Yes, mm -hmm. yes. I mean, that is the that is the thing about the the wrestlers. Often, listen. Do, what, what do you think? We watch a lot of movies with former wrestlers because a lot of them end up in this yeah. world. Do you think? Yeah. Generally, are they good? Ish. Mm, it, 
there's there's a spectrum for sure. And there, and there, uh, I mean, because because we kind of like Stone Cold Steve Austin. We're we're starting to gain appreciation for him. Yeah, because uh, we did in, Maximum in Conviction last week. This kind of ended yeah. up being an inadvertent sort of you know two hander here, right? Where we did Maximum mm-hmm. Conviction with Stone Cold last week, and now we're doing Abraxas with Jesse the Body Ventura. Um, yeah, yeah. And not everybody's the Rock, you know, but most aren't. Is right. what we've learned. Most aren't. <laughs> no, I mean, no, like, no, absolutely. That, because that's I mean, the thing. Only very, one. very few, like The Rock, John Cena, and Dave Batista, I think, are really yes. the the ones that had like a, real acting skill and star charisma. Because those guys yes. have actually gone on to do big stuff, but all of them end up in these kind of movies it feels like that's true yeah um yeah. though this is and i was just telling you guys before we started recording this is the only movie where jesse ventura plays the lead this is it we saw it we yeah. saw his one out kind of he kind of blew it on this one well i can't even blame him <laughs> no but like, weirdly he i mean he's not good in this but no i wouldn't no, say the failure of this movie is not exclusively his by any stretch of the imagination no. no. Across the board. I mean, this is a movie. This is a rare action show movie. Because sometimes we talk about these movies and you know they don't work, blah, 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 but this was good. This is a this is a one of the rare ones and one of the weeks we dread listen. When I think this is truly a movie where nothing works. There is nothing yes. good in this movie. I can't think yes. of a single thing that is of quality in this film. Here's the positive thing I can say about this movie. Yes. It so many of the movies we watch feel like the last movie we watched. You know what I mean? Yes. Like there, there's a lot of sameness going on. We we go uh, especially we'll tropes. go through we'll go through a lot of period where we're going and it we do start to feel crazy because it's like are we just watching how many things have we seen about ex commandos former right. secret agents that kind of stuff mm-hmm. uh, of su- obligatory prison break you know yeah. terrorist attacks how yeah, die hard yeah. clones we see a lot of die hard ripoffs. But I will say, yes, I, I think I know where you're going with this, Lisbon, and I agree. This yeah, is something it, different. It's it's it stands out, I will say. Uh, <laughs> yeah, this is but, not this is not forgettable like some of the stuff we normally watch. Yeah. Uh I, this is still yeah. very much a ripoff, because what I was I was talking to somebody about this movie, uh, and I said, uh, this movie is like Terminator if you wished it was dumber, cheaper, and weirder. Yes. Yes, that is because because structurally it's kind of the same plot as Terminator, right? Yes, one hundred percent. Yes, yeah, definitely. Yeah, but, but kind of Terminator Two, which is weird because uh, Ter- this came out before Terminator Two, because this yes, is nineteen ninety. Uh, Terminator Two comes out the next year. And listen, are you about to reference a piece of trivia for this? Yes. Go I ahead. Will. Go ahead and tell uh, <laughs> Alex and the audience the the Terminator Two connection to this movie. Uh, so uh, Jesse the Body Ventura was not the original person who uh, was offered this role. Mm-hmm. Um, oh no! And it was actually Arnold Schwarzenegger this, who was first offered. It was this developed role. as I, a vehicle for Arnold Schwarzenegger. Uh, yes, and for whatever reason, <laughs> I, I can't think of. Any uh, reason, I think he might have read the no. script, Listman. Yeah, <laughs> and then he did Terminator Two. So you know, so he it, turns down this to make what is. <laughs> what i think is still his most successful film financially and one of yeah one, one of the most iconic movies of all time yeah yes. and certainly yeah. like you know in the running to be amongst the greatest action movies ever made um like if a, you a told real me masterpiece that yeah. 
if you told me that this movie and Terminator 2 were filmed 40 years apart, yeah. I would believe it. <laughs> well, that's that's something. I mean, here's the thing. Because uh, did you guys, yeah, wa- did you guys sure. watch this on Amazon Prime as well? Yes. Oh, uh, no. I think I had to pay for it on Prime or something. It was... Oh, no. Uh, well, the, I will just say the copy that's on Amazon Prime. It's so bad. Is a shitty VHS rip, which means yes. the master copy of this movie, <laughs> this is the highest quality this thing is available in, is the worst VHS dub. <laughs> I mean, it's okay. It's not the worst because we did watch that movie, we, Shadow Force. We've already we did, exactly. we did, Alex, we did watch a movie once that existed only on VHS, and the copy was so bad, we almost couldn't see the movie. Uh, uh, yeah. Yeah. Shadow Force. <laughs> yeah, Shadow Force was pretty Shadow bad. Force was yeah, that was, was that's a movie that, that for all brutal. intents and purposes does not exist. Uh, though yes, I think yes. this is damn close to a movie that doesn't exist. And I will say it's the only... Yeah. The only reason I know this movie exists is there is that Riff Tracks did this movie. Uh, I, mm-hmm. I don't think I've ever yeah. actually seen the Riff Tracks of it, but I know it's one they did, so I was familiar with the title. I want to see it how now. Did this get, I think uh, How Did This Get Made did an episode. I, they did do well. an episode about yeah. this, uh, uh, I think, last year or maybe the year before. So the other, yeah. mo- other things in the vein of what we do on this show have discovered this movie. And uh, mm-hmm. I do feel like there there is something more complete about the action shelf that we have now included it in our show yeah. because it yeah. does feel like we have to talk especially because we have to talk about Jesse Ventura uh mm-hmm. who his primarily his acting career is getting supporting roles in movies from his buddies yes. Pacific, specifically Arnold he's in a lot of Arnold's movies and it almost feels like a lot of it is just like I'll do the movie find a little role for Jesse you know, because yeah, uh, be a big meathead who shows up, you know, Jesse's in Predator. Jesse's in The Running Man. He's in Batman and Robin. Uh, yeah. We did a commentary track for Predator, but we also did one for Demolition Man. And Sly mm. got him in that. He's in Demolition Man briefly. He has a brief thug appearance in Denzel Washington's Ricochet. He had a lot of just sort of, yeah, dumb meathead henchmen, other soldiers on the platoon role. And that's where he should live. Cause I'm sorry, the guy. I, yeah, I. I mean, some of it is the part. This part is. <laughs> he's so he's okay. I, I don't even know the the amount of mythology this movie tries to cram into what it's 86 minute runtime. Yeah, uh, it thinks we really care about. By the way, got to be one of the worst names of their intergalactic space cops, but they're called Finders. Yep. Yep. That's yeah. That is what they're called. That's not cool. No, no, no. It's not. <laughs> but is is he? Are they cyborgs? Did I, no, they're that... cyborgs, right? Because the movie starts with them implanting things in him, right? Uh yes, uh, I think. That's oh, what you weren't paying attention to the almost nonstop narration in this movie. Well, it starts <laughs> off with a good five-ish minutes of just techno babble, just just made up nothing. <laughs> So, once again, <laughs> At all. some of which oh. is stolen from other from other universes of stuff. Uh, I mean, yeah. there's there's so much stuff that's just directly taken from comic books in this movie. Yeah, yeah. This is 1990. Uh, People didn't care at this. No, point, this is this know. is about the time when Marvel's like filing for bankruptcy and stuff like that. So, right, our yeah. uh, by the way, Lisman, another auteur filmmaker here, writer, director, and co-star Damian Lee. 
That's yeah. right. He's Did it. he play one of the two aliens that were on the alien planet? Correct. That is who he a played. A planet of three people, including <laughs> Jesse Ventura. I mean, a planet uh, of, we talked about Rift Tracks. These guys are basically in the Satellite of Love set from Mr. Science right. Theater 3000. Except yes. darker yes. and cheaper somehow. Like, yeah, the lighting. This is maybe some of the worst lighting I've seen in any movie. Absolutely ever, terrible. Ever. Absolutely. Yeah, the first 15 minutes, it's indecipherable, honestly. I mean, okay, so this guy wrote and directed his movie. Now, this is a guy who I expected to click on and see yeah. this is the only movie he ever made. Quite not at all the case. He's got 26 directing credits, including two movies that are currently in post-production. Oh, wow. So this guy continued Ooh. to direct well after this. Uh, I mean, this same year, he also puts out the comedy classic Ski School, which I don't even uh, know. It's just one of those ski movies. But if you look at the poster for it, it tells you everything you need to know because it's a babe in uh, bikini bottoms on skis. Mm-hmm. Uh -huh. I'm looking at a movie of his called Super Dicks. <laughs> that's that's one of the ones in uh, in post production. Yeah, that's wonderful. Uh, so that's something. that is that They're is coming soon to a theater near you. Right? Dicks. Super Dicks. Super uh, Dicks. Yeah, Super Dicks. Uh, and his his yeah. most recent release was a 2016 movie called Ice Girls, which seems to be yeah, some I sort of that. children's ice skating movie. So, mm -hmm. a, a, a varied mm -hmm. career, we can say. Uh, mm -hmm. you know. Multifaceted, very talented, you know, diverse. <laughs> well, uh, multifaceted. I'm not jumping to talented. Ooh, Lisman, he... <laughs> oh, God, we may have to watch this, Lisman. Terminal Rush with Don the Dragon Wilson and also former pro wrestler Rowdy Roddy Piper. Oh, shit. Okay. Terminal Ooh. Rush. Uh, may have to watch that. I don't that. think... Obviously, we've watched a Don the Dragon Wilson movie. We oh, we famously have. It's still one of the worst movies we've ever watched. <laughs> but I don't think Rowdy has made it. We have yet to get to now. Rowdy Roddy, but believe yeah. me, folks, that that will be uh, that will be changed going forward. Matter I think of time, we, yeah. we we have at yeah. least one, if not a couple, uh, Roddy Piper movies on the list upcoming. Yeah. So um, Jesse Ventura, though. Now here's here's the thing I was gonna say. Because it is one of those things where I'm going, yes, objectively, he's terrible in this movie. But he's also, he has to be being directed to do this. When you talk about, is he a cyborg, Lisman, he plays the whole movie like he's a robot. Yes, yes. Um, it's so interesting, like, thinking about Terminator 2 in comparison to this movie. Mm -hmm. Because Arnold is also playing a robot. Yeah. But he... He's able to infuse, and you know, James, there's a difference between this guy and James Cameron, of course. But of course. Like, he's able to infuse that kind of mechanical performance with, uh, with like a really interesting amount of humanity. You know, well, um, it's interesting that because when you talk about it, this one, does seem more like Terminator Two, which is interesting because that hasn't come out yet. But similar yeah. to this character, there, it's 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 a robot or cyborg that comes to know emotions right yes exactly but not i mean yes a lot of that is cameron's script and directing but it also is i do think arnold you know people talk about arnold not being a good actor but there is, we've talked about there's a range that he can play and yes. ventura can't get there i just don't think he i just don't think he's as good an actor as arnold he doesn't have yeah. a charisma number one and also yeah. we've got to talk about what he looks like boy his <laughs> 
I have never seen him without a mustache. Yeah, and it's it's bad. It's he needs a mustache on his face. (laughs) Something's missing. Yeah, yeah, something's 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 also missing uh, up top as well. Well, okay, but then how about that? He's he's yeah, he's bald up top. But that rat tail, my friend. Oh, braided rat tail in the back. That's yeah. right. Come on, I'm gonna make up for the lack of hair on the top with a rat tail down the back. <laughs> it's not even a party in the back. <laughs> no it's a disaster in the back. Uh, believe can, me, that's all I need. <laughs> they can line their skeletons with some unobtainium metal. Mm-hmm. But, but they, they have, can't fix his hair. No, they nope. they have yet to figure out how to fix male pattern baldness on mm-hmm. this alien creature. Like, because he's because even on top of being a cyborg, he's an alien, right, from another planet who yeah also still just looks like a middle aged man. <laughs> and like, also, they, uh, Jesse always a big guy, but I didn't seem to be hitting the gym too hard in this thing. I'm, yeah. I'm certain they spent nothing on this movie, <laughs> but I but just like he he just, just slapped he, some prosthetics on his head. Yeah, mm-hmm. give him something to indicate that he's had these implants. <laughs> Show that he's an alien, or I guess well, I guess he still has to be a love interest, right? The, wow, and, oh my, man, oh my that, god, the romantic that scenes is in this movie—the worst part of it. that might be that, the worst. Part I mean, of that is the. Aside from like a line very early on in the movie, that is the worst part in the whole. In the whole oh my god, <laughs> the oh this movie, man. Yeah, so yeah. The, the oh Jesus oh, Christ, this movie, man. You're right, John. You're yeah. Right. My, by the way, here, here's another thing, and this is always a sign of a bad genre movie. My impression of the movie is just secundus abraxis, secundus abraxis. Like they say each other's names. 400 times <laughs> yes uh, and neither of them roll off the tongue very well and neither uh, one of these guys has a great command over the english language even though despite no. the fact jesse is american i i still say he's struggling with these lines uh because there's a lot th- this happens with some of these guys there's a lot of the movie where and also the sound recording is horrible it, and it's just recording cut, cut and out. mixing yeah yeah, it, it just periodically would cut out. If I didn't have the subtitles, I wouldn't no. have any idea what anyone impossible was saying. Impossible to watch this movie, not subtitled. Literally impossible. Because it's also yeah. another one of those movies where the dialogue is mixed down to like a six and the mm. music is up at 200. Mm, the up-tempo jazz music? Oh, mean? that was the, some smooth, smooth jazz music. It was so non, appropriate for every scene that it was non, ever used in. Oh, my God. Stop <laughs> What were they doing? Non-stop uh, saxophone throughout this whole movie. It never ends. When I when I think of a chase scene through the wilderness, I think of the sexy sax solo. That, you know, right? I mean... Uh, it's like they just threw whatever music they had around on it you know they didn't yeah. they, they spent no time scoring this movie uh yeah i i i i don't have a budget for this movie but it can't be much it's got to be at least 13 dollars. i think <laughs> hey uh, that guy service says he can play the saxophone for us it does feel like, well i mean <laughs> it's another example listen when we put one of these on we always talk about this if the movie's in the one three three old square tv aspect ratio that's a sign mm. of trouble off the bat and then on top of that yeah. yeah this is a dub of a dub of a vhs 
that we're watching yeah. here. And that's what's on yeah. Amazon Prime. That's the official release. We're not watching this on YouTube. This is an official release of the movie. Good yeah, this God. is a, a VHS that was recorded over at least a couple of times before this was recorded. And that has to be, because even like if you go to IMDb, the screenshots from it are in that VHS of quality. Yep. Uh, yeah. It, you know, so let's talk about Jesse Ventura is not the only uh, actor here, of course. I want to talk about mm. Sven Ols Thorinson, who plays mm -hmm. Secundus. Uh, and Sven... Isn't that just a beautiful name? Sven Ol. Yeah, his first name is Sven Ol, and his last name Thorinson. Uh, mm. Oh, no, that is a beautiful name. I was talking about Secundus. Well, Secundus is something, too, yeah. <laughs> uh, but this is a guy known for uh, his... He he's like he was like he won those like world's strongest man contests. Mm, Every, gotcha. uh, like on the, when you go into like the deep ESPN channels and they have like mm. the guys who are doing the power lifts and stuff. That's mm. what this guy got famous for, and he yeah, kind of has yeah, that look. He's the boulders. He yeah. he yeah. held the world powerlifting record. Uh, mm. And yeah. it was, it's another thing. Not that it really matters, but this guy has been in good stuff too, Lisman. Uh, yeah, he, he was, yeah, I saw that. He's in our beloved Hard Target. He's also mm -hmm. in The Running Man with Arnold. Uh, and mm -hmm. he, very famous for his part in Gladiator. I know. A yeah. best picture. Someone who's in Abraxas is also in a movie that won Best Picture. <laughs> it's baffling. It is completely baffling. You tell me what the hell's going on. Uh, yeah. Because <laughs> Gladiator is a legitimately great movie. Uh, yeah. You know, and it's so, uh, but I mean, I, in some ways, though, you take a look at this guy and you go, like, oh, yeah, I could see him beating Gladiator. Right, exactly. <laughs> I mean, you know, he was hired not for his acting ability. I think, I think he either, often honestly. isn't hired for his acting ability. Uh, yes, because, yes. but also, okay, he's Swedish, right? But did it seem like he was doing an Arnold impression in this? Because I kept getting this, it's almost kind of doing like that. Yeah, I couldn't. I it didn't sound Swedish to me. It sounded more German, Austrian. I don't know. It it didn't sound placeable for sure. Like no, you couldn't no. pick a, a country that it, the accent came from. Which I no, I was about to say makes it work for the film, but it doesn't. I can't. I can't. Make <laughs> yeah. It. Oh I was God, say, of course. It's like vaguely yep. Eastern European. Yeah, yeah. it's just kind of like, especially at this time, and it's. Ex excuse yeah. the thing but it's it would be at the time you know, excuse the term but the euro trash bad guy of 90s action cinema right where it's like right. it doesn't matter yeah, where you're yeah. from you're foreign and evil um right exactly i've, I've just not realizing of course he was a security officer lafors in kevin smith's mall rats which is oh, a role that okay. never required him to speak nope it oh, was just sure. about his hulking personality uh, I do love yeah. the joke in that movie. It's like, hell, I hear even, he's even got two kills uh, as a mall <laughs> security guard. Because <laughs> uh, he's the guy that Jane and Bob are so afraid of. Uh, go watch mm. that. That movie's a lot more fun than this. Piece. The fact oh, that this think? is also... I like that when I'm looking through the IMDb here, the fact that this is in like a, a, a probably $1 DVD box set of great sci-fi thrillers makes a lot of sense. Mm -hmm. This feels like yeah. the movie you're going to get when you're at the Dollar Tree buying a box set of sci-fi movies. Oh, I've yeah. had so much fun with some of those, though. Yeah. Oh, totally. But I'm saying, like, this is this is about what I would yeah. expect. 
So anything that gets above this is gold on those. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> so yeah, we start with him getting his. Here's the other. Th I don't. I. I honestly, there aren't many movies that have multiple characters narrating in voiceover. I was just about to bring that up. Yeah, I thought that was a weird choice. Only Scorsese uh, comes to mind, like uh, in both Goodfellas and Casino. He switches right, narrators. Yeah. Um, but that almost feels like why even bother talking about Scorsese at all on an episode where we're talking about Abraxas? Well, the, the music gave me the indication that they were trying to go for a noir sort of like Blade Runner vibe. Oh. But that's pretty quickly. I think about halfway through the film, they start they stop doing VO, if I'm well, not Well, it pretty quickly leaves being like a futuristic space movie. Yes, yes. Uh, and sort of turns into the first Thor movie. Yeah, actually Thor in some ways may be a better uh, comparison than uh, than Terminator. I mean, structurally Terminator, but I think tonally, yes, Thor is, is very much the case there. Yeah. Uh, because, yes, uh, he, uh, uh, Jesse Ventura, Abraxas, mm -hmm. who has been on the the space police force for as he tells us ten thousand years uh he says that's right i've been on the force for ten thousand years that's he right says to the audience here's that's the great right. here's the thing i love about the jesse ventura he's mm -hmm. he's from minnesota right so he's got that yeah. same kind of yeah brother but then he's also got that minnesota sound to it too so it mm -hmm. creates a weird mm -hmm. sort of dichotomy of of gritty but uh homespun uh, that's what I like about the Jesse Ventura voice. I also love, if you know anything about Jesse Ventura today, he's a big conspiracy theory guy. Mm. Like, mm -hmm. if you look up anything he's putting out now, he's all, he's one of those, like, 9-11's an inside job uh, kind of mm -hmm. guys. And he's going, you'll never find me. I'm living off the grid now. Uh, yeah. One of those guys. So, uh, I he like probably just... should have done that before being in this film, honestly. <laughs> if, I mean, only, if only I'd lived off the grid when they offered me a Braxis. <laughs> he should have done that for being part of the government, right? Yeah, uh, yeah, no, that's true. Now he's living off the grid. There's so, and yeah, that's another thing that I just, I the whole every once in a while it would hit me. Watch this movie, I go, they elected this man governor of Minnesota. They sure did. I'm going to yeah, serve the people sure. of Minnesota. He was governor before Arnold. He had Arnold beat on that. Mm -hmm. yeah. My friend Jesse become governor. Now I have to be governor. Uh, so uh, yeah, so Abraxas is sent to Earth after Secundus, who used mm. to be his partner on the police space force, yes. uh, that, uh, but went insane? For unexplained reasons? Yeah. They, apparently he saw too much shit out on the job. So and, and he's got... It sounds like that's a common problem for he's, these... He's got space cop... He's got space cop PTSD? Yes. Yes. Yeah. I've just seen Tomatsu Abraxas, all the killing and whatnot. Was uh, he imprisoned and he escaped? No. Is that I, what well, yeah, I don't know if that's the case, but what I love is in this opening sequence, he captures Secundus and brings him back. And then literally the next scene is five years later and starts with Secundus has escaped. <laughs> we don't see any of that. Okay, no. that's why it was confusing. Okay, gotcha. So he he's he's on Earth because all right, we got to dig into this plan. Okay, he's going to impregnate a woman mm -hmm. with 
magic or whatever they however this alien race does it i don't know i'm just grateful that there wasn't a full-on rape scene okay like across I, the board big note in favor of this movie no sex scenes period yes i don't want to see it got a pg-13 rating right it did only when they cut a scene of a topless stripper and when he goes in the strip yes. club there was yeah. some nudity in the strip club to be expected. By the way, still go ahead and check that off on your Action Shelf bingo card because they do still go into the strip club. So there is yes, still scene you in strip club. Yes, nudity. Correct. Yeah. Uh, so they, uh, uh, they, they, yes. Uh, so he's been sending, so his plan is he's going to impregnate a woman. Yes. And then that child that is born yeah. will be yes. able to tell him the anti-life equation. Which, right. by the way, this is this is for the comic nerds don't need the help on this, but the anti-life equation is a very famous thing from DC Comics. It is what the supervillain Darkseid is always seeking. And there's always mm. a threat if Darkseid gets his hands on the anti-life equation. It got some lip service in Zack Snyder's Justice League, for those who saw that. Uh, it's mm. mentioned in there. But it's always the, if he does, it's... It's his Infinity Gauntlet thing, right? Darkseid. Right. Well, actually, I, because I, once again, I don't want to get the emails, and I know that I will. Mm. Thanos is Marvel's Darkseid. Darkseid did come first. But it is that same thing, where if, if Darkseid gets the anti-life equation, he will wreak havoc and command mm. all of reality. But it's mm. one of those things where it's like, being the comics nerd I am, as soon as they say anti-life equation in the movie, I'm sitting up going, wait, what? What? You can't, you can't just use that. And that was well-established. I mean, you know, Jack Kirby created that in the 70s. So that's a well-established mm -hmm. comic book thing at this point. And, yeah, and the writer fully admits that he took it from that, right? I, I think so, yeah. Yeah, yeah. They also it's have... Like, oh, yeah. What are they, do they call them talk boxes in their arms? Is that what they, it is? They call them... Yeah, yeah. that's very... Uh, it's very similar to... What was it? Answer no, box? No, it was like answer boxes? Maybe it's answer, well, box. answer box. Answer yes, box. Yes, it is answer box. Well, that gets yeah. us even closer then to the mother box of DC Comics, uh, <laughs> which is a device used to communicate and travel through space. Um, mm. Very similar. Yes. Good Lord. Mm. I just was watching this going, holy shit. I think Jack Kirby was still alive when this movie came out. He, he was, mm -hmm. If he saw it, he would have been like, wait a minute. Um, but he's used to his ideas getting stolen and, and sure. passed off by other people. It's not like this movie made any money. So I think know, that's the thing that saved this is at the time, not only were people less interested in comics generally in pop culture, but this movie made no impression on any, I don't know what kind of movie, what kind of release this thing got. Certainly not theatrical. I mean, you could see that, yeah, uh, but yeah. It, it's, uh, you know, I don't know where, uh, and also, get ready, folks, because the, this is not filmed in Eastern Europe. I think we need to add a new bingo card square, Listman, for filmed in Canada. Beautiful mm -hmm. Canada, Ooh. this movie. Oh, yeah. Which is lots of running through forests. Yes, there's, there's quite a bit of that, yes. Uh, let's talk about when they get down to Earth and they have a laser gun shootout, but there's mm -hmm. no laser blast that they put in the movie. Yeah, that's just explosions, I guess. Uh, it's just them. And sound effects. Yeah, it's pew-pewing and them, you know, playing the recoil of the laser gun and then explosions around them. They didn't even do, like, the like the after effects, you know, just no. dr drawing it on the screen. I mean, I've no. seen this kind of basic effect in so many cheap movies. Going back to, it like, those, 
the B fifty sci fi movies. Did yeah, they yeah, exactly. I don't know why they didn't bother. No, um, and it's it's but... it makes it so weird to watch, right? Yeah, like because you're, you're just going like it's much like Jesse Ventura and his mustacheless face. Something's missing. Something's missing Something's here. Something, yeah. It's uh, fine though because this is the only gun battle we get. Yes, well, it's, because it's certainly the, the only time the... they'll explain oh, that later. Yes, there's oh, a there's a story reason later when they go back to Earth for the second time they go. Oh no! There was some kind of interruption in the time portal, or whatever, or in the space portal, yeah. and it stripped both of them of all their weapons. Okay, I missed that. Well, yeah, um, it, it's it was such three I, it, seconds. Yeah, well, it um, stood out to me long. only because it's like, well, that's convenient to save money, isn't it? <laughs> well, it stood out to me because they just told Abraxas to go to the armory and like <laughs> load up because Secundus had hijacked a a, a tech shipment. Yeah. No, that is the funniest thing about it is they make a point of telling him to go get a bunch of guns only to lose them. Why? Why, movie? Before they're even on screen. Yeah. And then that all happens. The only thing we see of the Finder's planet is this desk, basically. We just see these two guys. We don't even see him try to use the gun and it's malfunctioning. Uh Uh-uh. I I think that all of the VO in this movie was done after the movie was finished. Could be. And and somebody saw it and was like, I don't understand anything that's <laughs> happening. Uh, I don't think the VO helped that much, but it did certainly explain certain things. Um, I I honestly don't think any of the VO was in the original script. If there was a no. actual script, I I I I think that's a very valid theory. Uh, yeah. And this feels like the kind of. Uh, the kind of movie that would be that lazy. Now, can I, I ask you this once again? We, I just was looking at the trivia again, and we were just talking about Jesse Ventura's mustache. Why do you think he shaved off the mustache? What about the character know. of Abraxas would be? Because uh, it almost feels like, especially if he's just going to keep the the very middle-aged guy bald head, <laughs> to what end? He just goes, oh, that's not enough of a hero look. Better take that mustache off. Does he not look enough like a romantic lead with that mustache? Because he looks like you know, like a like a you know buff you know bruiser. Yeah, know, that's like, that's gonna I, make I me no more idea. appealing to the women in the audience. It'll soften up my look a bit. Yeah, yeah, certainly soft. Maybe uh, his romantic uh, partner in this movie uh, demanded that it be shaved off so that they're. You know, very intense kissing sessions. Well, too. we're yeah, we're about to get to her because she and her boyfriend drive out into the woods here, uh, mm-hmm. just as this battle between Abraxas and Secundus is going on. Mm-hmm. And by stop the, us if you've heard this before. <laughs> uh, and uh, Secundus kills the boyfriend, right? Yes. Mm-hmm. Because he st- and steals the car, and then, I, boy, the fact that they keep referring to women as the birthing members of the human race. Oof. oof. Are you a birthing member of the human race? Are you a birthing member of the body. human race? This okay. This reminds me of something. Do you think the message of this film is an anti-abortion argument? Oh like, Jesus are, Christ! Are the filmmakers of this movie making an anti-abortion argument? Oh. I think, listen, I think even to think that they're saying some of that shitty gives this guy <laughs> way too much credit to think that he Maybe. thinks this movie is saying anything. 
So you don't think this is like a, a secret genocide message kind of a thing? I, I, well, I, I don't think so, only because the woman does not have an abortion. Well, she, but also the woman doesn't ever get a chance to even think about having an abortion, right? Because she's going to, he, he puts his hand on her, there's a magical purple glow, and she gives mm -hmm. birth like a minute later, right? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Definitely. It's. A, it's. A, I mean, the the, the you. I guess you're talking about the fact that Abraxas has the choice to kill her, but that yes. that takes it into murder of the woman who's pregnant. I don't think this movie's thinking about abortion at all. Probably not. But I think. I that, mean, I mean that's interesting. You raised the that. times that we're living in. You know. Well, I think. Uh, I think. But... I do think it's interesting that the movie is just tossing this stuff in and never deals with the trauma that this is inflicted upon this woman. Exactly. It starts to a little bit. Yeah. Uh, with the, the scene with the parents. Yes. Yes. Mm. Which is almost a scene that's like, why even include that in the movie if you're not going to take it any further? <laughs> it's just sad. It's just really, really sad. But also her parents are really, really dumb. Yeah. Because she wasn't pregnant when she left the house that day. <laughs> <laughs> forget, yeah, forget who the father is. I don't give a shit. What the hell happened to you? <laughs> right? <laughs> My it's God. So it's just like, it's yeah, so it, but everybody's kind of... And just the idea that then you would just be like, I guess I'm going to raise this baby now. Not let's run every possible... I guess they do our running tests on the kids and stuff like that. I think the movie almost has something to say, Listman, about special <laughs> needs kids maybe. Oh yeah, which that's is true. Yeah. I mean, when we meet the principal. Oh, oh it's oh definitely boy. something to say about the uh, Chicago's education. on Jim Belushi here. Uh, <laughs> here's the principal of the school. Yeah, boy, when Jim Belushi showed up in this movie, I thought you can't do that movie. I need a little warning before I have to look at Jim Belushi. Yeah, there I needs was, to be there was, need to be like Belushi countdown in thirty seconds. You know. I was shocked. I was frankly shocked. Yeah. Honestly. Yeah. yeah. Uh, well, you should be less shocked when you find out how Belushi ended up in this movie. Yeah. Because I, I Marjorie Bransfield, who plays the lead female role in this, was mm -hmm. married to Mr. Belushi at the time of filming. Uh, yes. Yeah. Uh, not not for very long. Uh, uh, they were married. I believe from... 1990 to 1992. Correct. Uh... <laughs> Which is great. And her only acting credits time. are in Jim Belushi movies and this. Yeah. Yeah. That's brutal. She plays like a That's receptionist. So and oh, God. Listen, do we have to talk about K9? Which uh, is Jim Belushi's assume... buddy cop movie with a dog? I, we could dedicate a week to. I mean, we're going to do a week of like buddy films. Yeah. But. We could have we but, do animal buddy films. Oh, we easily could because then we can talk about <laughs> Chuck Norris and Top Dog. Right, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> oh, oh my. <laughs> Turner and Hooch. <laughs> we can do Turner and Hooch with Tom Hanks. Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Actually, we could probably do animal buddy films. Uh, okay. If All I right. recall, I'm, I'm down. it's been a while for Turner and Hooch. In that, I believe the thing is that the dog is a witness to a crime. I'm almost certain <laughs> that the idea is this dog is a material witness. Tom Hanks, you have to protect it. What? <laughs> That's the craziest thing I've ever heard, John. And I, I've seen I, this. Movie. I think I think that's the case. It's been a while once oh, again. Wow. But hey, if, if you're listening to this. Tweeted us or, or or one of our social medias and let me know if I'm right about that being the plot of Turner and Hooch because <laughs> I'm almost certain that's the case. 
Yeah. This dog saw a murder. <laughs> and they're going to try to take him out before trial. Uh, I just, I want to see the dog on the witness stand at the end of the yeah. movie. Put if the, that doesn't put the happen. Put the paw on the Bible and ask if they're going to swear to tell the truth. <laughs> the whole truth. <laughs> Just... Or even like somebody shooting at the dog and Tom Hanks has to dive in front of the bullet. <laughs> no! Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, so... <laughs> so yeah, so we get this whole scene. Yeah, the big thing here is that the 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 bosses back home, I guess, I don't know, these two guys who are giving orders to, to Abraxas tell him to murder this woman. So mm-hmm. the... The MST3K villains. Yes. Oh, 100%. Yeah, I don't... Yeah. <laughs> Isn't that... Do- I think I saw Dr. Clayton Forrester there. I'm pretty uh, sure that was him, right? And was that TV's sure. Frank? Um, I think so. It <laughs> Would have been a like, better movie yeah. if it was. I That would be so great. Instead, it's one of, one of these guys is the director once again. He plays yeah. Dar. Everybody remember the character of Dar? No? Good. Um, <laughs> <laughs> He's the one with the less weird hair. Mm-hmm. I think. Correct. I'm pretty oh. sure. Uh, yeah. And believe okay. me, uh, he apparently, according to his IMDb, frequently cameos in his movies. I bet. He's got a number it's of acting credits there. He can be in a movie. Yeah. He's in He's in a lot of stuff here. Uh, oh, yeah. yeah. Um, oh, God. He works a lot, which makes me sad. <laughs> Having seen this, this guy should not be working a lot. Uh, yeah. So, uh, uh, but Abraxas doesn't shoot her. Because the whole thing is they can't kill... Secundus, because you can't, it's against the law to execute a finder, which seems insane because this mm-hmm. guy has become a like universe threatening terrorist at this point. Yeah, and they never bend uh, on that rule at any point up until he does it actually is... kill Secundus, and they're like, oh, well, I guess that's fine. Well, yeah, but he does it in that roundabout way, right? Where he doesn't, fu- he d- I, d- well, I did a thing that ended up killing him, but it wasn't inherently going to kill him. So, right exactly i found the i don't have uh i'm not gonna kill you but i don't have to save you essentially yeah to a certain extent it's a little bit more murdery than that but yeah i think that's mm-hmm. kind of his argument uh yeah the, i just think it's like we don't get any sense because the movie has no interest in getting this sense of uh by the way also the guardian of the universe and all this stuff kind of dc comics the guardians are the people in charge of the Green Lantern Corps who are the space yeah. cops. Like, I just, I, dude, I get it. You read a bunch of DC comics, like, is what I take from the script of this movie. Uh, I wish you made a better film because of it. A hundred percent. Yeah, go read anything from DC comics, like, in the 70s and 80s, and it's much better than this movie. All their cosmic mm-hmm. shit is way cooler. Uh, but uh, because the movie, I don't think, has the budget to it, we never explore this organization and why in their mind for the greater good it's better to kill an innocent woman or child than to execute one of the worst beings that's ever existed clearly yes because he he captures secundus brings him back uh and uh then uh secundus escapes almost immediately well it says five years later yeah five um, years later but in the movie sorry in the movie uh yeah this this happens uh yeah. and then but before that we do get the scene yes where she, she goes to register the baby well okay the first thing she does is she thinks about throwing the baby in the river <laughs> yeah well yeah she does consider that thing she does uh so that's she's gonna eat great. the baby 
Well, I mean, the, it, 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 it's a weird thing because I don't know what you would think. I just gave birth to a thing that I, in a minute's time, I mean, mm-hmm. wouldn't your thought just be like, what is this thing even? What? The fact right, that she's exactly. not just screaming in horror still. Oh, yeah, it does seem like she would just never recover from this, right? She'd be just so be, traumatic. Yeah. yeah. She would just go comatose and just never wake up. Like, that'd she be, also that'd be gives birth in the wilderness, which is not the safest place to well, give birth. Well, that was another thing I thought where he, he, he doesn't shoot her, but then he's just like, okay, I'll just leave you here in the woods. That's the compromise. In- it's in Canada, in the snow, yep. and uh, yeah, I'm sure you'll be fine. Well, when we go to five years later, I was not prepared for this to be a Christmas movie. <laughs> Neither was I. <laughs> I guess I, I guess I gotta, I gotta roll this in with all the Christmas movies I watched during the season, Lisman. Uh, yeah, yeah, uh, right after Die Hard. Yeah, right. It's Die Hard, a Braxton, <laughs> <laughs> Jingle All the Way, then Jingle All the Way. Uh, uh, also a movie with a surprise Jim Belushi cameo in it. That's true. <laughs> Hi, Arnold. Yeah, doing a little cameo in this one, too. I uh, hope you don't yeah. mind. Uh, man, Jim Belushi's whole career is just that everybody loved his brother so much. Like, yeah. that's basically what it is. It's just like, well, John died. I guess we'll have to stick with this Belushi. It sure is a shame that your very talented and very funny brother died. I yeah. guess we'll just make it up to to you or something yeah, i don't know I guess, yeah i guess we'll watch movies with you i just it's so <sighs> weird that he he's still acting i mean that sitcom has ran for like eight seasons too nobody yeah, watched yeah. that i'm assuming people did if it would can i, I by the way i have <laughs> this is this is awful, but I, I, I have I have good sources that say it's true, and other places have reported it. So I'll just throw in a, a brief tales of Belushi. Uh, oh wow! From here, yeah. Oh. While yeah, we normally do tales of Seagal, but I have a, I have a particularly weird Belushi story uh, mm. that uh, while making, according to Jim, you know, everything on a set, as you guys know, is a facade. But mm. uh, just because. Uh, for for ease of sake, apparently Jim Belushi was prone to using the toilet on the set. Of How according, did I to know Jim. you were going to say that. How did I know you were going? <laughs> and to like say I said, that? I you know, fact check me on this, but I've I've heard this from reputable sources that have said he would just do that, and it was literally somebody's job to then deal with that. Why? Oh, and and that doesn't even indicate that he he just doesn't know better. That indicates that he doesn't care. He's like, it's a toilet, ain't it? Why well, <laughs> so shit in it? That's yeah, that's what it was. It's just like, but you have a trailer with a bathroom, and he goes, ah, it's just more convenient to just do it right here. Do you here. think he just wanted to watch somebody clean a toilet with his shit in it? You think it's, that's what it was? It, well, part of it has to be ego, right? Part of it yeah. has to be a power play. Um, I get to make somebody clean up my excrement, uh, and I get paid for this. <laughs> so there's like, business. Just think about that when you see Belushi in this movie. There's a little uh, you know, tale of when Belushi. I, when I see Jim Belushi, I do think of a giant stinking turd. You're right, John. <laughs> you know he he uh, he lives down in Southern Oregon, right? Uh, I'm not happy to hear that. Yeah, he's he's in our state where he grows weed. Uh, cause that's his side business is he grows his own marijuana. <sighs> yeah. Okay. 
that, that kind of also uh i i think uh, damages the appeal of marijuana a little bit, yeah. I think the whole concept if, has been ruined. If, you know what? Maybe it's uh, the second you hear that Jim Belushi's making legal weed, all of a sudden I'm like, maybe we do need to recriminalize it. I think so, yeah. If only to deal with Belushi. Uh, yeah, anyway. Uh, hey, whatever, man. It's a toilet. Um, Jesus. Uh, <laughs> Does he go into like an Ikea or a Sears and shit in the toilets that are on display? And like, like what, what you, kind of a listen, human being you know what he does? does you know what he does? That was a very early jackass bit. Yeah, it was. <laughs> yeah. But you know, you know what he does is he does that and then he busts out of Daniel Plainview with a, I'm finished. <laughs> <laughs> That's what he's doing. <laughs> to, the, to the employees of ikea i'm finished uh, <laughs> oh, oh wow oh jim belushi oh jim uh, belushi <laughs> it's insane how many things he's been in for how uh not talented he is um yeah. anyway uh he's only in one scene in this movie and we're gonna end up talking about him more than anybody uh <laughs> Well, the craziest thing. So yeah, so she we the, the whole scene was insane. The whole mm. scene is insane because we jump five years later. Secundus has escaped from prison. He's headed to Earth, but we also check mm. back in with this woman who's given birth to Tommy. She's named the child, who in five mm. years has never spoken. He never cried when he was a child. That's weird. Yes. Um, that's a bad sign if a child is born and it's not crying. That yeah. That's a bad sign. It's also a bad sign when someone used their magic alien powers to put a baby in you that you gave birth to in under 60 seconds. That's also mm -hmm. a generally a bad sign. Like It's just crazy to me that, she's, that we come back five years later and she's just like, well, you know, life is a single mom. It sure is hard. <laughs> like, whoa, wait a minute. This situation is fucking crazy. Yeah. Yes. I mean, this situation is... It's like a crazier version of once again going back to comics, Star Lord's origin, right? Uh, where the 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 space being comes and impregnates the woman, but at least that was like a consensual sexual relationship, uh, right? You know, yeah. it, it, this was almost like a, a biblical tale. Yes, it does. It has that. That's the thing. Is is listen when you were talking about like it's a pseudo. It, it is a rape of sorts, but it's it is yeah. But it also has this weird. Uh, uh, immaculate birth kind of thing to it too, right? Exactly. And also yeah. for this kid being the the MacGuffin in this movie, he is a non character of any sort. I mean, yeah, this kid had, didn't have to memorize any lines, which is very nice for them, <laughs> that's sure. very true. That's a dream, yeah. man. I'll tell you that right now. Yeah, it's uh, a dream role. <laughs> I wouldn't want to have any lines in this movie. No, I thank mean, God. So many of these child actors are doing their best mm -hmm. mm. but I, there's nothing wrong i mean there's nothing i can say that the kid and i will say this was it for his acting career mm. uh he this is somebody's kid you know this is like the director's kid or something well it's like interesting that. uh he goes on to have a career and still does work in uh travel documentaries oh okay like for tv like the travel channel and stuff like that he seems to have done a number of programs about argentina and italy and okay so i mean he still works cool. in the industry just on that side of it so i'm glad that he you know turned out all right and has an ongoing career that's nice 
He uh, contributes to society more than Jim Belushi. That's, that's all I, all Once again, say. famous fake toilet pooper, Jim Belushi. <laughs> <laughs> at this, hey, at this point, I prefer the fake toilets. Uh, <laughs> Flushing scares me. <laughs> no splash when you drop a big one. Yeah. <laughs> hey, when the one I have at home fills up, I just have them haul it out, put in a new one. Uh, <laughs> Jesus Christ! <laughs> <laughs> that that anecdote has completely <laughs> derailed the program. <laughs> you know, How do you come- I had more enjoyment from this anecdote than I did the entire movie. So I think that's very true. But, yeah, and it is one of those things you don't come back from Jim Belushi uh. pooping in a fake <laughs> Here's the other thing I think about when I think of that anecdote story. The other actors on set while he is in right. right. his co-stars. Where's Jim? Oh, he's in the set bathroom again. Oh god. They clean it up between takes or Oh yeah. Oh, there's another idea too. They're shooting scenes and somebody goes, What the hell is that? Oh god. Jim, did you go in there again? <laughs> he like saves it up for scenes where he's actually in the bathroom you know uh he's like i have to actually shit oh I'm doing wait this. a minute i'm a method actor i was gonna say that was just what i was gonna say maybe the thing we haven't considered is this is all method i i wasn't pooping in the toilet the character of jim was pooping in that toilet because whenever like, you watch a movie of somebody pooping, <laughs> you can tell they're not really pooping. Yeah, it's like when they're holding a, a can that's empty. You yeah, can tell it's empty. I you just know? It's, mm-hmm. it's just my commitment to realism. In according exactly. to Jim, by the way, yeah. 182 episodes of According to Jim were produced. That's insane. That's a lot of poops. That's in- That's a lot of poops. <laughs> for for eight years, I just destroyed that set. <laughs> Boy, all the, everybody on the lot knows when according to Jim is rolling. <laughs> also, I, I it doesn't seem like Belushi would have a healthy diet either, so something tells me that's it's gonna be particularly rank, right? Sure. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, oh, Why threw had a couple brats at uh, lunch there and uh After right. the second time that happened, I would have removed it from the set. Like if I was running that show <laughs> There's just no I mean, I guess anymore. I guess the fear is where is he going to poop if not in the fake toilet? <laughs> like, he's clearly not going to poop in a normal functioning toilet. I mean, so just where? Like a pet. Just like a pet. they've already marked their spot, their spot once. Unless okay. you, pull, yeah. you just sanitize, flash light the place on fire, he's still going to go poop there. It doesn't matter so, what. So a PA, a PA opens the, the bathroom door, and he's just squatting over the sink in the bathroom? Is that what we're... <laughs> or just the, Occupied. the, the hole where the toilet was, you know? Yeah. Oh, yeah. good lord. Yeah. Good lord. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? Jesse Ventura is so glad... That we've uh, that we're telling this story because now we're less talking about him. Uh, yeah, yeah. <clears throat> all right. Uh, th- Where does Jesse the Body Ventura take a shit? That's my question. <laughs> well, for a while, the governor's mansion in Minnesota. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Yeah, it's right. The proud people of Minnesota they they gave me the finest of toilets for my four years in office. Uh, all right. <laughs> oh, good lord. Uh, okay. Okay. 
Good, okay. good God. We haven't even gotten to him in the movie yet. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay. All right. Oh, boy. All right. Uh, okay. So, the, mm. uh, so, yeah. So, we have this woman now trying to raise her weird alien child. Uh, yes. And we get a scene where she's at the doctor's and they're like, well, we scanned him. He seems perfectly healthy, which means they're not detecting whatever alien DNA is in him, obviously. I assume they just can't. Oh, that's true. They would be able to do a blood test at this point. Uh, yeah, that that is weird. I just figured it was uh, undetectable by mo- quote unquote modern techn- medical technology, but maybe i was giving this movie way too much credit <laughs> yeah you, <laughs> it's bestowing some stuff uh so yeah. they uh let's see uh so she's doing that and then yes then she goes into the school uh mm-hmm. to talk to principal jim belushi who is mm-hmm. not only i mean so not only is this weirdest jim belushi but he is playing the same character that he played in the movie the principal according yes. to the nameplate which is principal latimer um mm-hmm. This scene is so weird and also uh, yeah. needed to be cut. Why is this in the movie? It's just because they wanted Jim Belushi in the movie. You know, because Jim I, Belushi is such a draw. Compared to the rest of the cast? Yeah, kind of. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The, no, it's 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 really weird. Uh yeah. th- so they My favorite my favorite is Jim Belushi's like we got to we got to get rid of your uh your kid you know we don't have the resources necessary uh to deal with the bullying and then she says have you tried telling the children to stop bullying him and he stops and he thinks for a moment (laughs) and he says no yeah i haven't i'll try that and what i love the worst what i love about it he didn't even think to scold the bullies what i love about it is that line could be read uh, sarcastically, but Belushi says it so sincerely. He literally oh, stops sincerely. and is just like, huh, you know, I never huh. thought about that. Wow. Yeah, I'm, I might do that. Uh, yeah, stop bullying. He, he okay. pulls out his notebook okay. and he's like, tell kids good. not to bully. Okay. Like, mm, okay. So you're saying victim shaming is bad. Yeah. Instead... Correct the bully. Well, I can't imagine God. being called in, going, "Yo, the kids in are making fun of your years." All of the teacher. all the kids in the school are making fun of your child. Uh, don't you think your kid should just change school? <laughs> These are your options. Leave the school. Less weird sport. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Have you ever tried not being a weird little kid? I don't know. I give it a shot. I get. I guess I could. Oh, it says here, do my job. Hmm. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah, I guess and that's... actually, that's not even. He goes. He goes. Hey, the thing is, uh, oftentimes when kids, this is the most insane part. He goes. Oftentimes when I can tell the kids aren't paying attention to me, I just go wah and scare them and then get them back. You see what I'm doing? That it's like the fuck are you. I tried that with your kid. It didn't work. So I'm out of ideas. <laughs> he had one. <laughs> but also, one move this implies that, that this character is taking kids into his office and startling them. And then going yes. like, all right, get back to class. <laughs> Boogity-boo! <laughs> and next thing you know, 
I'll be taking them in my fake toilet if they're not real. You know, they got to, that's, that's the real punishment. They got to clean out the mock toilet in the back. Oh, you think this is a chair that I'm sitting on right now? I'm not wearing pants right now. I am currently shitting. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and then, uh, does he kind of hit on her too? I think a little bit. There's kind of a, because he does ask, Probably. well, because he does go like, does he have a father at home? Is there, uh, yeah. is there anybody in your life? Is there a Mister? Which is like uh, everyone's first question to this woman. The co- in this town, the concept of a single mother is fucking baffling to these people. Yeah, I wasn't sure if this was just because it was 1990s media, or if this movie doesn't understand the basic concept of a single parent you know it's it's uh, a weird yeah it's 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 a weird it's a weird thing right because it because yeah. it because it, it it has a little bit of this attitude of um like the characters know there must be something weird about the dad but they would only know that from having watched the movie they're in right <laughs> exactly <laughs> yeah so i think that's that's the thing that gets me is they're almost just like hmm there's something up with his dad. Is he like an alien or something? Um, is he like some giant Swedish bodybuilder um, <laughs> from outer space? What's the? Are you the Cometa? Is this the Cometa? Col- yeah, get ready. Yeah, yeah, get ready for yeah. that to also be said a billion times. Billion. Yeah. Times. Yeah. Oh, God. So yeah. So. Uh, Secundus, uh, let's see, the child, the Braxis is transported to Earth, as we said, loses his weapons, though, and then lands in the water, and this, this will be burned into my memory, this will be on my deathbed, I'm gonna remember this shot of Jesse Ventura coming out of the water in slow motion, because not only is it crazy, it's in slow motion, but his acting here is so, he comes out like, yeah! Yeah, when when Secundus comes out of the water, he's just like stone cold looking forward, yeah. uh, or stone faced. Stone yeah. cold is a different wrestler. Uh, but uh, when yeah, don't when don't Jesse, mix me in with this one, brother. Yeah, when when Jesse comes out of the the water, he's ter- like legitimately <laughs> terrifying. Like if you ever record your voice slowed down, yeah, it's like this low yeah. scream. Like it's. And he's like, Weird. his and it, mouth is fully open. His eyes are beat out. Like, oh. And it's a long take. It's yeah. a really long take. And it is one of many very bizarre uses of slow motion in this movie. Yeah. Yeah. This is some, and, and listen, we'll talk about it later, but is this, once again, we don't give out a shelfie, but this has got to be some of the worst hand-to-hand combat we've ever seen in a movie, right? I think so. Uh <laughs> Is there, if only we, if we could get a picture of uh, Jesse Ventura coming out of the water, I think that's what we should use for the. Uh, I will the look. Post. I yeah. think, uh, I, I'm sure I can find it. I will, I will. If, if, if I have to, I'll take a screenshot from the movie itself. Because it, it is truly terrifying. Uh, <sighs> I think everyone needs to know. Yeah, it is. I, I just went, what the hell happened to him? <laughs> So they showed it. In, did you guys watch the trailer for this movie? Yes. No. Yes. Okay. So I think there was two trailers on YouTube, and one of them makes this look like a very strange romance movie between. Yeah. I think that's fan. I think that's fan made. 
Is it okay? I, it, it's got to be right because it's really implying a homosexual romance between them, and I, I, to the point where I don't think it's just somebody's like incompetence that led to that. I don't okay. know though. Whoever did it did a good job. It does seem like a trailer from the era. I'll, I'll have to check it out. That yeah. sounds really funny. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So. Uh, Sorry. No, no, no. <laughs> just, <laughs> that Looking stopped me. The image. Yeah. Uh, the, mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, they. Uh, uh, so yeah. So they both arrive in the yeah. water, uh, and uh, we get this really lame chase through the woods. Anytime. Mm -hmm. By the way, you just have these two hulking men. Neither one of its. Neither one of which seem to move very fast. It's like whenever they make no. Vin Diesel run in a Fast and Furious movie, and you're just like, mm -hmm. no, keep him in the car. <laughs> he just he doesn't. It's the only time who's moving fast or furiously. Like, well, because yeah, in in uh, I think it's in the eighth one where he has to chase Jason Statham. You're like, oh, Jason Statham's gonna clock, <laughs> gonna take him yeah. by a mile, man. Are you kidding me? Yeah. One yeah. of these guys is built for cardio. The other one has never heard of a treadmill. Uh, <laughs> Well, I, did, I always do talk about that. Vin Diesel is what happens if you look at a guy who only does upper body workout. Um, right, exactly. But yeah. yeah, and that's the case here too. You, you have wrestler Jesse Ventura and world's strongest man. You know, uh, what, what's his name? Ole Sven. Uh, Sven Ole. Sven Ole. Yeah. And they're just uh, booking it as fast as they can, which is not. And very this is bad. the the smooth jazz uh, chase scene. This is where the score and the score changes. Yeah, because later it's it's more synthy. I think there's an electric guitar bit. It's very eclectic in a very uh, uninteresting way. Uh, yeah, it seems random. This movie feels like if it it was created like randomly by a computer. You know what I mean? Like if a computer randomly selected images and sound effects and 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 put them together, this movie would have been made is how is how it feels. Yeah. Yeah, that there's a lot of just it, it just feels like no one was communicating with anybody. They're just no. yeah, like you said, I think it just feel like they're just jamming random things from programs and stuff into the movie yeah. somebody had yeah. a jazz cd on them and goes i we need music uh <laughs> um, it's up tempo you're just like what is it as these two men lumber through the woods of canada slowly yeah yeah it's it's just it, it, is there any good action in this movie or anything no. approaching good action hmm not no, that I can think no. of. No. No, I don't think there's so. There's this there's that very artistic fight at the end of the movie um uh <laughs> when they bring the slow motion back. That's that fight. Uh, it, uh, that that fight uh, we'll talk about that fight when we get there cuz that is a wild fight. Um Yeah. So uh so we get that chase through the woods mm -hmm. as I wrote down the sax music. Uh mm -hmm. oh Secunda stealing this family station wagon who are out camping. Oh, this is mm -hmm. this is a highlight of the movie, this scene. Because mm -hmm. the guy, the father of the family, identifies himself as a lawyer and threatens to sue this alien menace. Because mm -hmm. mm -hmm. this guy's just like, give me the keys to your car. And the guy's like, hey, whoa, buddy. I'm a lawyer, okay? Mm -hmm. <laughs> as he's pointing at gigantic, like, six foot five. 
you know, the, the, the world's strongest man. And he's like, you better back off or I'm going to file paperwork against you, pal. Uh, Did you think the director was watching the scene, Damien Lee, and was like, this is hilarious. This is so funny. Well, that is something I kept thinking during character. the movie, right, is yeah, the movie wants to be funny in places. Yes, yes. Which is uh, often the worst yes. instinct of these movies. Yes. Right? Like when we talk, we talk about, when we watch a lot of these action shelf movies, often the hardest ones to sit through are mm. the ones that are trying to have humor because it is just nothing is worse than failed comedy yeah oh it god is. it is so painful to watch really yeah. it is a nightmare uh and and a lot of this movie is like that where no, not a single joke lands in this thing and there are many attempts at many. jokes because i think yeah. once again they are sort of looking at the if not necessarily terminator the schwarzenegger thing where he could have beats of humor in a commando or a total recall mm -hmm. or something like that Except oh, for yeah, definitely. you have a filmmaker who's incompetent and a pair of actors who just can't. They just can't. At all. Yeah, they just can't. <laughs> Incapable. Yeah. Uh, and so, yeah. <laughs> but this guy's big move. You want my car keys? Go get them out of the fire. Weird choice. <laughs> I, why? Now we both can't have them. <laughs> <laughs> but then he just goes, get those out of the fire. And the guy's just like, okay. <laughs> just immediately folds right. it's like oh i didn't think that yeah. one through All whoops right. that was my big move hey he called my bluff on that one here you go and he drives off in the in the stage shocked he didn't kill these people because get ready he's gonna crush so many people's heads throughout this movie yes it's a uh, non-stop parade of head crushing well, this lawyer character comes back uh, very soon. Uh, you thought you were right. done with him. Uh, <laughs> That's right. Time. I'm back for vengeance. Uh. <laughs> uh, so they, yeah, they, they, they drive, or he drives off uh, mm -hmm. in the car from the family. Uh, uh, but uh, pretty quickly, Abraxas is on top of that car as he's speeding away. So now we've got Jesse Ventura riding on the top of a car uh as or at least Ugh. sort of right it's so uninteresting it's so boring oh boy i'm, I'm gonna stop this car thinking about it <laughs> yeah yeah uh so the he because he doesn't, doesn't do anything and then finally he he just asks somebody for a braxis's move is he just asks a guy for a ride it's the same guy it's yeah. the lawyer <laughs> Hey, buddy. It's the same family. Hey, he's like, I need your, I need this vehicle, and he's like, and but he doesn't end up stealing it because Abraxas is a real sweetie, uh, and so he just gets in the car. <laughs> it's the baby. save the cat moment in this movie. Is exactly. Abraxas yeah. is going. Yeah. Uh, how about you just drive me into town then? <laughs> They're like, <laughs> they sure. Some, they give him some new clothes, which are what, like a WrestleMania shirt? Uh, and... It's a, it's a world gym shirt, I think. That's what it was, yeah, yeah. yeah World yeah. gym, and he will spend the rest of the movie in that shirt, or not How... sometimes. Lady. And a trench coat, and a trench coat, and a trench That's coat. True. Oh, mm -hmm. yeah, he's by he's got full on like pervy stranger look throughout the movie. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah, the kind of man where if you see them at a children's playground, you're gonna call the police. I mean, he didn't have the mustache for it. That's so. that's. <laughs> oh, and now we figured out why he shaved the mustache. 
It clashed with the rest of his costume. And it creates a little bit too much of a purr vibe, so I <laughs> lost the mustache there. Uh, mm. <laughs> any any scene he had with the child yeah. uh, was a little unsettling because of the mustache. Come oh, here, there was an unsettling scene with the child, that's for there sure. Sh- is, this sure what, is. is that what he tells the heartbreaking story of him and Secundus's... Uh, uh, yeah, well, he's friendship. shirtless in bed. Come here, little boy. I want to tell you a story about what happens when your partner doesn't love you back. Uh, no, I'm going <laughs> to flex my pecs while I'm yeah. doing it. Just, come on. Just, 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 come on. Just nestle into my pecs. Uh, <laughs> that's right. Lay down like it's a pillow. Uh, now, i got to tell you about my best pal and partner, Secundus. Uh <laughs> Yeah, Abraxas and Secundus. By the way, you can't have both of them have names that end in ass. Like that's just not cool. You, it's just this is just bad writing. It feels like this feels like a middle schooler's science fiction book. And then there's Abraxas and Secundus and their space cop. You know, like and they've been around mm-hmm. for ten thousand years. They're called Finders. That's it exactly. It's it's all just like yeah. And and if and if this was a ten year old telling me this, I'd be like pretty good yeah <laughs> but, so creative yeah but this got, this six-year-old is so creative yeah this is the kind of stuff i wrote as a kid and stuff like that you know it's all uh so yeah secundus uh let's see here uh oh <laughs> i think we can do away with them quickly because i even stopped taking notes about their scenes the pointless police characters what are these oh. they don't do anything in this movie no, because they set up one of them as being a romantic interest for. Because that's the, yeah, that's what I have written know. here. It's the first scene where he's like, "Okay, I'm gonna finally ask her out." Mm-hmm. This cop, he goes, the, uh, the man who's about, I, I'm guessing, three and a half feet tall. <laughs> short cop, as I called him. <laughs> yes, short, short cop and long cop. Uh, short cop and long cop coming to cbs <laughs> yeah one short one's long they fight crime but that uh, that so so i didn't think that jesse ventura was gonna have a romantic like yeah because i thought the I, because they set up this guy when they and in fact when they set this up i think oh i thought oh thank god we don't have to watch ventura have well i was wrong yeah. sorry yeah. abraxas i'm sorry i doubted you and this guy does not seem to care that uh, Abraxas swoops it. No, it's yeah, so weird that we're introduced woman. to him. The whole thing we know about him is uh, he likes this woman. And then she goes off with Abraxas. He's just like, oh, well. Yeah. <laughs> Whatever. He doesn't even react. Yeah, he doesn't seem to care. I like being uh, a cop. And, and literally the last line these two guys get is, what do you think? Coffee and donuts, partner? Oh my God! Are you kidding me? Oh, yeah, lazy. we're cops. I mean, they might as well just be like copy copsin. You know, like mm-hmm, they're just mm-hmm. we're just here. They never figure anything out. They never stop any crimes from happening. They oink while they walk. <laughs> they might uh, as oh, well. I mean, Jesus <laughs> Christ! They're just like uh, it's just like yeah, we're here in our uniforms looking into stuff. I guess they're here to just be like occasionally talk about giving like info dumps. They are here basically to only go, I hear there's trouble at the school. Yes, that is exactly right. Yeah. I'm getting a lot of strong Chief Wiggum vibes from this. Any <laughs> yeah. uh, trouble at the school there, Lou. Uh, <laughs> 
just uh, not i'm not no i'm not a good cop uh <laughs> that kind of stuff yeah it does have that yeah. yeah it's a town where nothing happens we know these cops mm-hmm. Lisbon. and yeah. alex actually we, we've run into these cops in our beloved hometown uh, <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. uh yeah and these these cops seem very unfazed once people start getting murdered in their town it's as well, oh the best line they have is they go huh you really are a space cop, ain't you? <laughs> oh well, <laughs> let's go get some. <laughs> they they really are just like, whatever. <laughs> oh, did you hear that guy got his head crushed? That sucks. Yep. <laughs> just another what, day, partner. One of them's like, I think something's going on here, and and the other one's like. You're just imagining things, okay? It's just a regular run-of-the-mill triple homicide. <laughs> like it's just a Tuesday, it's, pal. Uh, it's like what? Yeah. What, what are you gonna what's do? Going on? Uh, yeah. What are you or like do? when a Braxis rolls up later on, there's like, oh yeah, hostage situation at the elementary school. You know how it is. <laughs> yeah, two men never alarmed by anything in the movie. And, no, and, it, no. right to, and I do like the consistency of right up to the end. We're just like, space cop, huh? Ah, well, good for you. Uh. Yeah, these these two. Uh, this is another uh, example of you could tell you knew the director had the camera. was like, oh, the audience is going to love these two. They're so funny. You know, somewhere he at least outlined a spinoff. The, oh, 100%. When Abraxas yeah. hits big, he spins these guys off. Uh, into their own movie, and it's like, oh man, the antics we'll get up to, or maybe a sit, maybe like a show each and every mm-hmm. week. Um, <laughs> so yeah, so they let's see, they uh, oh, uh, you gotta love this scene where Secundus goes into a grocery store and just starts breaking bottles of Pepsi. Yeah, yeah, clearly a Coke fan. Yeah, no, they don't have my brand. Crash, mm. crash. And then when the store mm. manager comes out, he's like, what the hell's going on? Uh, Secundus just blows up his head. Yeah. Just vaporizes this dude. Because the, the So there's this running thing throughout the movie that you can run a test on humans if they yeah. know the anti-life equation. And if yes. they don't, the energy force you put into their body will explode their head. Yes. Yeah. I don't. I I'm don't not know sure what. If it's just humans. No, because well, because it's. I, no, you're right. Because it's also how Secundus. Will, spoiler alert. Will die. Is is that's that's what Ventura does to him. At the end of the movie, in his oh, head, that is how he kills him. That, yeah. he, that is just murdering him. <laughs> like I don't. That's not a workaround. That is just. Hey, for all him. we know, man, he could have known it. All right, he had. <laughs> I gave him. I gave him a chance. <laughs> But it, it's also this thing where he... So I, I think the idea is he's just randomly going around to just anyone going, do you know the anti-life equation? No. Do you know the anti-life there, equation? No. Like This guy Because he is doesn't so know bad. which one is his kid. He does not know yeah. who is the cometa. So he eventually looks them up by the name, right? Yes. I don't know how he knows the name, but he does look up in a phone bo- booth, I think. Believe uh, me, hey, believe me, I know the names of everyone I've impregnated with my magic hand. Uh, <laughs> and and that's the thing, like, the, the, once again, in the mythos of this, like, does it have to be a human that you impregnate to make the Comator, or could he have done it on another planet? It seems to be a combination of 
the alien DNA with somebody another race's DNA that makes the Colmeta. Sure. Yeah, I think it's, but I do think it's happenstance that it happens to be Earth. If we're led to believe that they're yeah. cops for the entire universe, I, uh, I believe in the beginning bits there was talk of of there being like the right like timing on Earth for this to happen. Like they keep talking about uh, the the two guys in the space space keep talking mm-hmm. about like the possibilities are so high for for the culminator to be born from the oh gotcha so it's more probable if it's if it's on Earth or for I mean they don't bother to explain oh why no no that's, it's that's all why Earth. Earth. but yeah. he but I yeah, like that he doesn't know which one is the kid he made so he's literally yes. just going around this town testing anybody. Mm-hmm. Yes. Are you the Colmeta? As- no. He's also assuming they're still in this town. They don't. They don't have to be. <laughs> you know. It was. Uh, uh, it was somewhere around here that I put the baby <laughs> in a woman. Uh, they five years ago she lived right around here. Yeah. Well, yeah, he didn't even know exactly. that she lived there in the first place. They were just driving out here. Mm-hmm. Well, they can also they can sense the culminator from their answer boxes well that makes even less sense then that what yeah he's doing. so then why is he t- why is he testing everybody then i don't i don't know <laughs> oh wow <laughs> this movie may it, it's one of those examples of a movie makes less sense well, the more you think about it's it. also one it, the other thing that's weird about it is he's testing people and blowing up some people's heads then mm-hmm. at a certain point he just starts crushing people's heads with his hands he does. I, is it at that point? Does he already know the child, like what the child looks yeah, like? Yeah. Then he so seems like, to just be murdering for fun, right? Well, he, you know, he's seen some things, John. Well, you know, well so. then I mean, they do just keep going to. He's obviously lost his mind. Uh, yeah. You got. We love bad guys on the show, Listman, with no motivation other than they're crazy. Uh, exactly. But yeah. this is a prime example of that. And uh, the other thing that is always like, and if he gets his hands on the anti-life equation. He'll what? Mm-hmm. Then it's trouble, man. Well, there's a line. I don't know if you wrote this down, Alex, but there's a line where he, uh, where they say, then he'll be able to enter the anti-life dimension. Yes, I definitely <laughs> marked that down. <laughs> just, let's just let's just further complicate this shit. Like, <laughs> I don't even know what right? that means. They don't even bother. Well, and the, the whole complex thing of to get the anti-life equation. The kid has the equation, but if Secundus finds the kid, then he can solve the anti-life equation. It's it's still even like two steps to even get what the anti-life equation is, and then it only opens a door to the anti-life dimension. What is? I mean, this this movie shouldn't be hurting my brain as much as it does. Yeah, yeah. yeah apparently, trying to enter the anti-life dimension would release a world-shattering force. Oh, oh, that's specific. How do they know that? It doesn't... (laughs) Has it happened? Yeah, that's a great question. Yeah, yeah, if if it's never happened, because then it would have destroyed the universe, right? Then how do they... But would it destroy the universe? They said world shattering. Oh, yeah. Universe shattering. So now I'm... Well, then later, there's a whole thing about... uh, Where they're like, oh, no, the kid is about to uh, self-combust. Mm-hmm. Well, is that is that what the problem is? Is it that he was about to self-combust, or was he getting the ability to 
blow things up with his mind because that also happened. He also well. made the kid pee himself, which was kind he of. He did also. Yeah. That's he another, that's another favorite well. scene of mine, too. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and the great thing about when they shot that scene is Jim Belushi loaned them the bathroom set. Yeah. Uh, it's true. <laughs> yeah. Pre soiled. I got one out mm-hmm. my garage. Uh, <laughs> got mm-hmm. Another fake. Yeah. I hope you don't mind. It's a little used. Uh, <laughs> I good. peed on these pants for you so you didn't have to do it. <laughs> yeah i'm also available to soil costumes as neat <laughs> yeah just take a real close-up of my crush while i piss myself <laughs> you won't be able to tell it's not a kid doing it i'll be the sun pisser <laughs> yeah i'm uncredited as stunt pisser on a lot of movies actually <laughs> <laughs> Anytime anyone soils themselves in a film, it's it's actually Jim Belushi. Yeah, yeah. Happy to do it. I'll pay for my own flight and hotel. Don't worry about it. <laughs> it's just it's my pleasure to serve the movies. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, oh boy. So, oh boy. Yeah. So uh, uh, let's see. <laughs> Good lord. Uh, yeah, oh, well, so then there's a police standoff with Secundus where he's threatening to crush a woman's head. Uh, and this this is where, oh, this is where Braxis comes in. And the cops are like, who are you? And he goes, I'm a fellow officer. I'm hunting this man. <laughs> uh, and this guy is just like, give me your guns or I'll crush your head. And they do. So now he has the police guns. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> mm-hmm. Great. So, yeah, let's see. They they threaten to crush a woman's head. Oh, then he grabs a guy off of his motorcycle and speeds away. And one of my favorite shots in the movie is Secundus speeds away on this motorcycle, right? And then it cuts to behind him as a Braxis. <laughs> Jesse Ventura hoofing it after the motorcycle. Because there was very clearly a second person on a motorcycle yes. that he could have stolen the motorcycle from. Yeah, but that's wrong, man. We know I, that's wrong. Uh, he doesn't steal. But so yeah. I also like that Secundus spins maybe five times with the motorcycle around him and then gets on. It, it was yes. very fun. Yes, very he good. He was doing sick tricks. Yeah. yeah, he's doing some, some sweet tricks. But I just love uh, the idea that Zabraxis is like, don't worry, I'll catch him. <laughs> I get him. <laughs> so from this point on, yeah. you can sum up the entirety. Uh, like every, every single scene in the movie is... Secundus shows up, yes. threatens somebody, yes. and then Abraxas shows up, fights him, but fails to catch. Well, we got the because in the next one where it happens, Abraxas gets impaled because yeah. he shows up to the woman's house, but she and the boy have gone out somewhere for the night, and her they went fr- and saw a movie. They went and saw a movie, and then her and yeah. her friends, her friend and her son, uh, who's yeah. about the same age, are there. So Secundus thinks that's them, having forgotten the woman he did impregnate with his magic hand. It was five years yeah. ago. It was five years ago. It was dark. I can't remember everyone I put the baby it in. It was very poorly lit yeah. in my defense. <laughs> we did not have the money to light that forest. Uh, they, uh, so, yeah. so he this, comes in, and then scene... Abraxas comes in to save the kid, as you're saying. Now, Abraxas, yes. of course, enters the only way Abraxas can which is by leaping through the front window of the house. Mm-hmm. He does this numerous times, yeah. Uh, oh, yeah! Uh, 
He, yeah. So this scene, this John, this is where the movie stopped making sense to me. This moment. This is it. This is where it lost you. I was with it right up to here. I had so much hope up till this point. Uh, Yeah. And here's here's my qualm with the film at this point. All right. He knows that this is the house that Colmater lives in. Why doesn't he wait in the house for the Colmater to show up? He should be back in the minute. So so instead of waiting here, he starts wandering again. And then, uh, well, we'll get into what he does instead of just waiting at this house for this for this person. But every, like, all of the decisions he makes after this point make no sense because he found where they live. Uh, yes, and they what, don't know what else does he need? It's literally the only thing he needs is to get to this yes. kid. But instead, he's going to go get breakfast at a diner. And then... He's going to go to a strip club <laughs> and then go to a school. And the, then, sco- like... the school is at least the school where the kid goes to. That's slightly on mission yeah but the yeah, kid happens it, to not be there that day which is real bummer for secundus yeah right exactly but I, I was just like why didn't he just could have all eh, right well uh, uh and that's where the movie lost me yeah but this this gets once again uh, secundus impales abraxas here which yeah. will mean that abraxas has to heal himself mm. with the in the home which will give time for him to bond with the kid and the mother. We already talked about, yes, there's the scene where he's shirtless telling the boy of him and Secundus' story. Mm-hmm. But then I got to talk about the really weird scene when he sees the mother in the shower. Ugh, it's so uncomfortable. Oh, my God. Yeah. yeah. When, the, when the answer box basically says he's got a boner. Because it says something about, like... St- seeing the female of the species unclothed is affecting your biological whatever you know i can't remember exactly what it is but it is just like oh, we should we should mention uh space cops aren't allowed to be married yes we did establish that you're not allowed anything other than the life of a space cop yeah yeah <laughs> it says a couple of times that uh they they can't put a relationship in front of their oath yeah mm-hmm. i chose i i took an oath to protect the galaxy so, uh, no funny business for me. But then, apparently seeing for the first time a human woman unclothed, he's like, whoa, wait a minute, I'm second-guessing some of those oaths. And this, it's just, you see it so often, the reaction of the woman not being like, get the fuck out of no, the bathroom. Like, she's kind of into it. I'm like, she's kind of like, oh, hello. I don't know. I don't know anything about you. You were at the you were at the scene where I was impregnated, uh, and then you show up five years later, and death and destruction seems to follow you. But I'm pretty interested. I'm very interested in that rat tail you're dragging around. <laughs> Look at that hair. I know. I know. <laughs> it is, and, and it's not just it's, but it is so hard to sell Jesse Ventura looking like this as a sexual being in any capacity. I just can't imagine where it's like, can I touch that rat tail? I mean, the the rat tail is... want to tug on it. It's got to be the single least erotic way to wear your hair, right? That's got to be just the most, like, that's, that's the opposite of a turn-on. Is there ever... Was there ever an era where that was considered? I don't think attractive? so. No, not yeah. not. I don't think so. Not not. I mean, like a mullet was and stuff like that. I right. don't think 
I don't think the rat. I think the rat tail was always a sleazy look, you know. And, and I'm not saying that uh, nobody ever found it attractive, but I'm saying in the general, like a no. general consensus, an era of the rat tail was not. Uh, yeah, yeah, I don't think that was ever considered popular. No, no, it's it's because because it's it's awful. It is so. Yeah. It is just disgusting. I'm sorry. It's yeah, yeah. It's and especially it's, on the otherwise bald head, and then just the rat tail. Don't I, yeah, I don't understand because Secundus doesn't have that. No, you know, so it's not like a cultural thing. That's <laughs> it's not. That's oh, a what, is, what is not like a Padawan braid? <laughs> exactly, because at well, least I'm, in Star Wars, it's like a ten thousand years, thing. but I'm still a Padawan in training. Uh, yeah. <laughs> They they don't trust me with the lightsabers yet. Uh, yeah, yeah. I see. I need more work. Yeah, it's yeah. Well, you know how the Jedi Council is. Um, yeah, he's on the Jedi Council, but he's not a master. What? Yeah. That's not fair. It's never happened before to give me a seat on the council, but they're not granting me the rank of master. It's it. I hate sand. It gets you everywhere. <laughs> it's coarse, and it gets everywhere. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah oh my god that's just the uh you know it's jesse ventura auditioning for the part of anakin skywalker uh what could have been what could have been i, lo- I love you padme uh is that her name <laughs> i really want to see him as the small boy version of anakin hey uh, are you an angel <laughs> now this is pod racing He's got the helmet with the flip down car. Now this is pod racing. <laughs> <laughs> Will I ever see you again, Mom? <laughs> what are midichlorians? <laughs> it's but oh, it's just every scene. It's still Liam Neeson, but it's him in place of the yeah. kid. <laughs> yes, everything else is the same, of course, but uh, but yeah, just Obi Wan Kenobi. That's a crazy name. Uh, <laughs> uh, we've we've reminded you, Jesse. Uh, please don't ad lib. <laughs> hey, what do you mean? <laughs> um, these these scripts are airtight, so well, why don't we just keep it? Well, uh, I'll just tell just... you this, George. When we were shooting a Braxis, uh <laughs> <laughs> I. God, I hope he's at a convention somewhere talking about. It. I'll never forget when we were shooting a Braxis. Uh, like mm, the, mm. if I ever see him in person, I will ask him yeah. about what it was like to film a Braxis. I'll tell you, man. That I mean that that was a shoot. You know, it was a hell of a shoot. Uh, yeah. Oh yeah. Because this is this is one of, you know, we always talk about nobody sets out to make a bad movie. Everybody comes mm. in right with uh, with intentions to make something good. But when you're shooting something like this. You have to know. You've you have gotta to know. know this is at least like lower quality, right? Like this is not. No, is anybody really? Th- I can't imagine he thought this is it, baby, the big time. Now it's leading man status for Jesse. <laughs> he had to know because he's friends with Arnold and Sly, and he sees what those guys are doing, and he works on those movies. He's got to be going. Oh, this doesn't look like the set of Predator. Uh, now, now Arnold turned this movie down. Yeah. Do you think Arnold suggested uh, oh, Jesse the body uh, not, for this not movie? for me, but uh, have Jesse give it the lead? Maybe, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, because you have to imagine when they say it was offered to Arnold, a lot of stuff gets offered to Arnold. 
So I have to imagine this was a thing where I have this script and I can get a lot of money for it if I have Arnold. But Arnold right, would exactly. read this and go, no, like, no, come on. Um, yeah. I have stead. How fat? Yeah. I mean, this is one of those things where he probably didn't even get to Arnold, really. You know, it's like. Uh, probably. Yeah, yeah. Maybe just. Because the script did not is get so bad. I mean, forget just the resources involved. This script is. Could you imagine getting the script and reading it and then going like, we want you for the part of Abraxas. And I'm sure. And I'm sure to <laughs> Jesse Ventura. Start? <laughs> you know what, though? I bet Jesse Ventura heard. We want you to play Abraxas. And it's called Abraxas. And he went, I'm in. Oh, that, I'm the lead. That doesn't happen to him. Uh, yeah. And then we true. get, yeah, these, oh, my God. Uh, you've got to love the scene where they're going to stay with the friend of hers. He goes, uh, this is a male but a non-sexual partner of yours. How strange. Mm-hmm. Oh, dear God. Yep. Yeah. This is hurting my brain. Yeah, and uh, and so yeah, uh, let's see. Oh, let's talk about Secundus in the strip club because I love the the scene where the guy explains to him the concept of exotic dancers. What is these exotic dancers? Because he's like, I'm looking for a woman. I think. yes, and the guy goes, a woman. Uh, what do you mean, like exotic dancers? What is exotic dancers? <laughs> and I forget the guy's exact description of it, but it's he tries in the most clinical, like dictionary way to explain what strippers right, are. Right, right, exactly. And, and then of course, being Secundus, he's like, "You mean the uh, what was it again? The birthing members of your race gyrate around, you know?" And just going like, and he goes, "This sounds interesting. Point me to exotic dancers." Does he think? that Sonya is here Sonya's the woman uh the mother I, of I guess I think he uh, yeah maybe like he's made the jump from I'm looking to woman I'm looking for a woman mm-hmm. exotic women are exotic dancers and then he's mm-hmm. just making the jump to all women are exotic dancers therefore the woman I'm looking for will be where the exotic dancers are I think and- that's what we're meant to think in his weird alien cyborg mm-hmm. brain and again, we're led to believe that this leap in logic is more logical than just staying at the house where he knows they are. I, uh, you know, you know I, I do love, Lisman, that that is the line you cannot cross in this movie. It doesn't make any sense. You know where they it's, live! <laughs> it's, it's just basic, okay? Yeah. Like, the first Terminator movie already came out. We know how this is supposed to go. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and he has a picture of them, so he knows what they look like. Well, the first—I mean, the, the the Terminator is a way better like hunter than these finders. Uh, yeah, you think? If you recall, uh, in that he just goes to the phone book, figures out, and uh, goes to every Sarah Connor and shoots them. He doesn't even yeah. care who the right one is. He just goes, "I'm going to shoot every Sarah Connor," and all the bases are covered. In this scene, he's at least narrowed it down to just looking for women. Because at first, he was questioning every single person he came across. Man, woman, what difference? I mean, in some ways, he's very progressive with the gender yeah, fluidity, you know. That's true. Uh, that's true. I yeah, don't yeah. see in genders. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He just sees people. Secundus identifies as they, them. Uh, mm-hmm. I, well, they are a non-sexual... Well, th- I don't, once again, I don't want to expect, but like the way he impregnates her is through a magic touch. It's not like it's actually sexual, but then it's implied that they're, 
there are romantic at least romantic relationships where they come from and it's just that them as finders don't have them right but they are aware of the concept of sexual partners yeah. and things like that i just had a i just had a thought that mm. i didn't think about does abraxas have the ability to impregnate with his hand as oh. well don't worry, honey. It's not going to take very long for us to p- pump out a whole brood. Like, <laughs> our, so the fact one kid, two kids, three kids. <laughs> like, here comes another one. Yeah, this no, this. Now I'm concerned because if they have a romantic well, relationship, I mean, it is, it is that's like the only way he can impregnate. What is the? Like, I mean, yes, they're humanoid. They appear like us. But what is their concepts of sex and relationships and things like that? And also, right, exactly. He's what is he? He says he's like eleven thousand two hundred or something like that. Yes. This, uh, oh, yes. another great scene is when he goes, "It's my birthday on Tuesday." <laughs> and when we were watching that, Maggie's like, "How do you know what Tuesday is, you idiot?" Thank God, our planet happens to uh, revolve around the sun at the exact our sun at the exact same rate and we have the exact same names for days yeah i mean that's no, the thing. just tuesday everything yeah. else is like glop day and glorp day but the tuesday one thing the, the, the one thing all of the universe has agreed upon is what is tuesday <laughs> it's the unifying theory yeah. uh the tuesday it will theory. tuesday yeah. we can all agree it's a tuesday everything else yeah. totally different yeah. But yeah, mm-hmm. like, but even the concept of that he's talking about ten thousand years and stuff like that is like, what's a year? I mean, That's is a great is, is that the thing? Maybe that he isn't ten thousand years old by our standards, but is really only like forty. It's just that their years are shorter, like way shorter. <laughs> it very well might be because yeah, I don't know why. Well, his there's there's also no exactly. mention of like like a lot of like Star Trek or Guardians of the Galaxy, where they talk about universal translators. It's just implied mm-hmm. that this planet and ours both speak English, where mm-hmm. he happens to be in Canada, or I, I don't mm-hmm. even, is it supposed to be Canada? I don't even know. It, I don't think they mention It's I, just I don't generic think USA. It. It's any town yeah. USA. Uh, we see yeah. a lot of movies set in any town USA. Uh, you sure and do. Sometimes it, it helps looks like Eastern Europe. Specific. Oh, yeah. yeah. It always saves money. It's, it's very cost-saving to be non-specific. <laughs> Uh, mm-hmm. so let's see. Um, yeah. So, uh, so, I mean, you talk about this goes in a pattern. He goes to the strip club, people get mad. He kicks everyone's ass in the strip club. He's going to go to this mm-hmm. diner. Everybody's going to get mad. He kicks everybody's mm-hmm. ass. The diner scene does have mm-hmm. the weird little bit where neither waitress and the diner wants to serve him. That's a weird Yeah. This bit. is another example of this is going to be so funny. Oh, these characters are they so thought, funny. They thought this was hilarious, particularly the part where they bring him the bill and he eats it. Yes. Yeah. They thought that was exactly. going to bring the house down. Oh, oh man. There's points at the breakfast section yeah. and they bring him all of it. Yeah. And then they bring him the bill and he goes, I didn't order this. And she goes, everybody, her line is, everybody gets one. He goes, okay. And he eats the check. Oh, it's an aperitif. Nice. Yeah. Hilarious. Uh, hilarious. So, so funny. Wow. <laughs> I just, I just love the idea of Damien Lee behind the camera being like, oh, this is so good. Oh my God. I want to, I want to see the outtakes for this film where, where uh, Sven Olaf, uh, I don't remember his name. Uh, <laughs> I, he just keeps breaking, every, you know, he can't get through the take because it's so funny. Yeah. Sven Olthorson. 
And he's just oh, like, oh, I'm oh. sorry. I'm sorry, Damien. It's just it's too good. It's, yeah, it's like the, the uh, credits at the end of every Jackie Chan movie where there's outtakes and stuff. <laughs> yeah. And it, he just keeps breaking. Don't it's like 20 I takes. I can't. I don't, oh, you're, gonna, you're going to have to cut. It's too much. How do you come up with this? How do you come up with this? I, you want me to eat the bill as if it's food. <laughs> he doesn't know he's an alien <laughs> yeah this is the kind of thor stuff except for in thor it is funny his yes. fish out of water stuff is fun it is funny yeah. when he slab uh smashes that coffee mug and, and says another like that's actually yeah. well that's actually thought out <laughs> that's a thought out he, joke right, exactly. you can follow here i'm just going what the hell is happening no. well and the idea that he goes i need food the idea that this alien needs to eat understands restaurants like a yeah like a human okay let's talk about it. but he has the same need to eat food like a human mm -hmm. and mm -hmm. then understands these are the places to go for food is mm -hmm. absolutely you would expect i i, I would and I'm, I'm not trying to fix a braxis but i would say it almost would make more sense to have him go i need to eat and then have some scene where he's in a grocery or store he eats a raccoon oh well, okay. no <laughs> i mean you could do that you could have him out in the woods and he like kills an animal and eats it or i'm saying go yeah. to a grocery store where there are just he can see through the windows there are things to eat and he's just eating stuff off of you know and then whatever that would make more sense than him being in a diner but you know why they put it in a diner because <laughs> they had a diner to shoot in well, yes, that and they thought that the bill eating thing was so funny. You know, I see I see what you're it. saying about the logic of the grocery store scene, but that wouldn't give us the bill eating scene and that's really it's just too funny. That's it's really the punchline of the whole bit. Uh that's yeah. going to kill. Yeah. I mean, I, yeah. I, you know, we better not put any dialogue for a couple minutes after this cuz people are still going to be laughing. About <laughs> In some smooth jazz. Oh, yeah, we'll just put a little bit of smooth jazz in there. That'll that'll calm them so, down. <laughs> uh, so yeah, so let's see. The uh, uh, Abraxas tells the woman that uh, don't worry, I've got this from here on out. And then she kisses him. Oh, that's weird. And then yeah, you get this weird. whole scene about learned. he doesn't know what a kiss is. Yes. Oh, that's weird. Oh, this is so, yeah. you talk about an uncomfortable scene to watch is her explaining what a kiss is and then also going, well, for not knowing what it is, you're pretty good at it. Ugh, uh, based God. on what I saw. No, I would I would disagree. <laughs> but uh, keep in mind, this is a woman, Lisbon, who chose to wed herself to Jim Belushi. So I'm not sure this actress <laughs> is, that's, okay, is wait, being looked on. after in that department. Uh I don't okay, I don't mean to bring it back to Jim Belushi <laughs> pooping in a fake toilet. But this woman was Look, married we are... to Jim Belushi. <laughs> yes. Yeah, it's true. Like, it's true. Just I'm just thinking about uh, well, my point is for a man for a man who's pooping in a in a uh in a fake toilet, I'm saying he's also maybe not the most attentive lover. That's all I'm oh, saying. Oh, probably. <laughs> probably. Yeah. I'm just saying, when this thing about, you know, legitimately, that might have been improvised about him being a good kisser because the barometer is Jim Belushi. Uh, I guess so. Yeah. <laughs> that's true. Hey, hey, at least you don't taste like brats, you know? <laughs> Honestly, I'm just happy to be kissing someone who isn't wearing a Bears jersey covered in barbecue sauce. <laughs> 
Hey, hit me with another brew dog, baby. Uh, oh boy. Oh yeah. Yeah, because who who thinks Jim Belushi's funny? By the way, this fits perfectly. Is the problematic divorced dads that watch these movies? They of would course. think Jim Belushi's hilarious. He's one yeah. of the. They were the ones who watched all eight seasons of According to Jim, and they oh probably God, find that story over. about the fake toilet poop and hilarious. So <laughs> had funny. me right there too, buddy. Had me right there with what you, a, Jim. What a prankster. Yeah. That one. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, and it's it's so believable. He had that super hot wife on that show. Yeah. Uh, God, remember that? That was just a run. That was like a whole genre of sitcom mm-hmm. in the late yeah. 90s, early 2000s was uh, big, gross, fat guy, super hot wife. Yep. And that's not a body shame. It's like the characters were written as big and gross and happened to be fat. Yes. They, they yes. Were, it wasn't like they were charming you know, doughy men who landed women, but they were awful. <laughs> yeah. And it yeah, was just like, time. yeah. Uh, so let's see here. Um, they, uh, da, da, da. well, okay. This scene with Abraxas, uh, or, or Secundus, they see him on the street and the younger, uh, uh, short cop now inexplicably has an Uzi. We need a... I don't think we have a spot for it, but but Uzi would be another good one to include on. We see a lot of Uzis on here. We do, yeah. Uh, and also, welcome back to John's Gun Corner on this show, because, oh boy, they fuck up this Uzi quite a bit. Not, not only does yep. this thing seem to have unlimited ammo, it has unlimited mm-hmm. ammo because it also keeps changing what kind of magazine is in it. <laughs> did you guys see this so when they no. pick it up it, it has the standard magazine that just goes into the handle of the gun right and so mm-hmm. it goes completely and then lines up so it doesn't extend past your hand mm. when he starts shooting Secundus then when Secundus gets it and he starts unloading it suddenly has the extended magazine on it that's coming that's coming way below his hand and then it goes back when he throws the gun aside to the first magazine <laughs> John, are you telling me that they didn't care enough to check which clip was in the gun? I, Is that what you're telling me? I, I am always amazed at these action movies paying no attention to the guns involved. And it really makes yeah. me question the safety of the use of them then, too. If they're paying That's that little attention fair. to the consistency, they're probably paying very little attention to what kind of ammo they're putting in it. Do you think So you think this is like something with like blanks in it? Or, yeah, well, or, it looks like uh, it, it looks like it had blanks in it to me. I mean, I, I don't, that is troubling because I don't honestly, think they like, weren't they weren't doing a pretty much everything was using blanks at this time. Uh, yeah, okay. We, we didn't yet really okay. have any other options. Uh, I guess that's true. Yeah, that's yeah. that is worrying. Like honestly, yeah, it, they're lucky nobody died. Because mm-hmm. yeah, and and we're talking about a difference, and and I had to look this up here. You're talking about the difference between twenty and thirty two rounds. And yet, it doesn't matter, because between the cop and Secundus, this thing's going to fire 150 rounds. It, yeah, it, there's enough bullets in here to make several cars explode from just being shot so many <laughs> from times. From just, I mean, an Uzi shoots a lot of bullets, but it's still shooting like 9mm handgun rounds. It's not. It wouldn't yeah. make anything explode. <laughs> yeah, well, you know. In these movies, though, it, it, well, in, in action shelf movies, I think a general rule of action shelf movies is every car is ready to go up for any, yes. for basically any reason. If you even tap a car backing out, it's going to explode in an action shelf movie. Any fender bender <laughs> is fatal. You exactly. will be engulfed yeah. in yeah. flames. Yeah. Uh, 
I just, but here's, where did he get this Uzi? He busted out of his jacket. They didn't jacket, explain it. And he's they just like, oh, it. you didn't count on one thing, Secundus. This fucking Uzi. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> and then he immediately takes it from him. Yeah. But also, I'm just going like, they're, everybody else is shooting their handguns at Secundus, and he's just taking the bullets. But this dumb dumb thinks, no, the problem is not enough bullets in him. Well, it does seem to be initially more effective because Secundus is like is knocked to the ground. You see, like the bullets hit that's him. That's right. You that's know? right. Yeah. Which but also makes no up. sense because once again, the Uzi is not more powerful than the other guns. No, it is just hitting no, it him just, more times. It just shoots more bullets. And if that's anything, the, he's actually going to run out super fast because he is, of course, shooting it like a moron, just leaning on that trigger. Yeah. Yeah. Another classic action shelf thing about if you get an automatic weapon that you just hold down the trigger until it runs out, basically. Don't do not do that. No. No. <laughs> that's not how that works. And that's not how any professional military or law enforcement officer would use well that. i don't get the sense that these two are professional in any sense well that's why but so. no no and that's why i'm going where the fuck did this guy get an uzi in this little town i have no idea sent away for it in the mail uh <laughs> <laughs> but yeah and also this is pointless because he's just shooting the uzi and blowing up cars he just goes fascinating weapon and then he just drops to the ground and walks away that's because, that scene yeah <laughs> <laughs> and they and, and the makers of this movie called that a scene. Uh, yeah. <laughs> well, our job is done for the day, fellas. Uh, I guess that's a wrap. All yeah. right. That's another thing. I just can't imagine because uh, we've worked on some longer projects, not a feature film, but like that mm. the end of the day when you're like, man, we got good stuff today. They were <laughs> saying on this movie they would finish shooting these scenes, and somebody's going like. Man, we got some good footage today. Well, I mean, they saw the car that exploded. Yeah, that probably home. did. Yeah, that. I mean, because yeah. it, it is a car exploding. I mean, say what you probably. will. In some ways, this movie would look a lot worse now because it would have a lot of shitty CG in it. Uh, That's true. Yeah. Yes. But they did legitimately blow up cars car and, and have yeah. blank firing guns. Uh, yeah. All right. So... Uh, Oh, a Bra- we didn't talk about the kid has run off into the woods, but don't worry, Abraxas found him and is driving him home. Here's another question. How does Abraxas know how to drive a car? Or Secundus Ooh, that, earlier? That's a great question that I didn't think about <laughs> until this point. Because Secundus stole that guy's car and just drove off in it. And Secundus that's also true. rode a motorcycle. And now mm-hmm. Abraxas is just driving home in a car. And this is when he goes, hey, I got I got some exciting news. It's my birthday on Tuesday. <laughs> I'm turning 11,200. Isn't that crazy? In this kooky world. I really hope somebody made me some carrot cake. It's my favorite cake. Hint, hint. (laughs) (laughs) He's dropping dropping hints. And I love balloons. Uh, (laughs) I could use a new bowling ball. (laughs) Well, it is yet another thing with... Why does it matter that his birthday is on Tuesday? Who cares? If you're 11,000 years old, nothing is more meaningless than, <laughs> than a, a birthday. birthday. Yeah. yeah. Uh, well, especially on a planet where my new theory is that uh, it's a year every couple days. Um, <laughs> that's, true. that's true. Well, another like crazy birth. year. 
Yeah. You hear it's a new year next Tuesday? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, so finally we get to, yes, Secundus enters the uh, the classroom and just picks uh-huh. up a child and goes, uh, I will kill these children unless the cometa is brought to me. Boy. And and he's talking to them like they know what the fuck a colmator is. Yeah. Just he knows the child's name. Just say Tommy. Mm-hmm. Give me Tommy. Tell yeah. me where Tommy is. But no, he's like the colmator. Also, you've gotta love they keep cutting back to his bosses up on the space station or planet or wherever the hell they are and yeah. uh and they're going like no don't worry he's gonna kill the kid eventually right like they, that's still He'll come that's around. still plan okay. a when He'll... he's in, when he's driving with him in the car he's like oh he's just getting him away from the mother so this is less sad <laughs> it's like dude i don't know how much he has to do before you figure out he's not gonna kill this kid you guys and also get a new plan because the idea that they're just like well really the best bet is to murder this child i think that's gonna and if if uh, Abraxas isn't going to do it, yeah. then send another police officer. Never an option. Never once brought up. We we literally only <laughs> see Abraxas and then mention that Secundus used to be a finder. End of yeah. finders in this yes, movie. They that, have... is all, that is all the finders. <laughs> oh, God, this movie. Um it's... It's yeah. just like it's not once again it's not like the Green Lantern where there's like hundreds of them. Uh mm. you know, it's just mm-hmm. like it's it's a cuz it is just like a Braxis or well I think the I think there is a line. And Alex maybe you wrote it down. There is a line where they talk about should we send another finder and they mention that the space portal's still broken from earlier. Yes. Uh <laughs> Okay, so there so is, is... Because it, it was the broken space cannon. portal that took away uh Abraxas's weapons. And this well, it, it broke because they tried to. Yeah, sorry, it's. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't matter. All, no. they, they, they tell you all of the stuff, and it doesn't matter. Yeah, it is. Well, because it, 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 why not? Why not just do the thing the Terminator does—the simple thing where you just can't bring objects through. That like that, that was would... the whole thing in Terminators. You just you can only send a person. No clothes, yeah. no, you know, well, keep the clothes on. I don't want to see either of these men unclothed. Because uh, <laughs> these guys are both strong guys, but they are not the physical specimen that is Schwarzenegger. You know what I mean? Like, these are, like, beefy men. Yeah. yeah. Uh, it's a little I bit don't. different than Arnold is, like, a, a Greek statue in his, you know, design. You know, he's got the muscle, the muscles. Uh, I'm really sad that when we saw uh, Randy Savage without a shirt on, that his he didn't have a mustache on his chest. You know, like it migrated <laughs> down. I'm really sad that that didn't happen. I like I like that you've confused Jesse Ventura with another wrestler. Uh, one. Did I? You said yeah. It would be, that would be uh, Randy Macho Man Savage. You just oh, him. that is that is who, uh, who I don't think we've yet. seen him in a movie yet, but that feels like it's coming too. We got we got we're gonna to, see him yeah. all. I mean, we are doing a month of WWE movies. Uh, in a few months, so we're gonna do a whole so he, month. Yeah, we got it. We got WWE adventures. Uh, he might oh, he yeah, might sneak brother. in one of those. That's right, brother. A whole month of the WWE, the biggest SmackDown you've ever seen. Uh, so he's in, he's in the the school. Yeah, the cop, the cops are outside, Tom, so it's a hostage situation now. This is a weirdly, the cops are outside doing nothing. The yeah. children are inside. 
uh weird uh and uh oh god but, but yeah but, i know i didn't even think about that thanks lisman uh, yeah yeah well that's that's all i thought about when i was watching this film the scene um, red is really real to you um ooh, yeah um but uh but tommy runs in yep i guess to like save because once again the cops are doing nothing so nobody stops this kid from running in right exactly because it's, it's pretty but, much still just these two idiot cops who are in the whole movie I think there's only two police officers in this t- entire Yeah, town, there right? might be another guy, like, just holding a rifle in the background. I can't remember. But basically, I mean, these two are in charge for sure. Yeah, unfortunately. And, and, and once yeah. again, there's like, yep, hostage situation of kids. Yep. What are you going to do? I don't know, um, man. What are you going to do? Yeah, let's go yeah. get some donuts. Um, but, yeah, I love the kid runs in to, to save his classmates, uh, sacrifice himself. But then Abraxas shows up and is like, run, and then he runs away. So mm-hmm. it, this whole scene is pointless. And it, and, and uh, he runs away only to go where, Lisman? Because it's an action shelf movie, so the third act must take place inside a Sparks factory. Yeah, good old-fashioned Sparks factory. Um, so uh, many which had, Sparks. Which which had some of my favorite shots of uh, Alex. Oh, sorry, what were you, you going to say? No, I just... I where where was where was this where where was this in the school great question well no, he didn't this isn't in the school he ran i think he ran, i think the idea is he ran out of the school down oh. to the abandoned factory that seems to be next down to the school to the abandoned just right next it's door just, it oh, appears yeah. to it does appear to be like right next to the school there's this Which just industrial building planned and seems what are, very poorly what planned. are they making this building oh who could tell uh, um but this matter. this <laughs> this scene had some of my favorite shots because it's very clearly a an adult man <laughs> yes as a child yes, running. It, is. <laughs> it is which is great and then this is also this gets to the awful slow motion fist fight between abraxas and secundus that yeah if you were to take out of slow motion would just be two men standing one punches one in the face then the other one punches mm-hmm. the other in the face that is mm-hmm. the fight With, here they're just yeah, trading punches like, to the face it, it's like they were playing rock'em sock'em robots with two like real life like oh you I, knocked it, my block off secundus yeah exactly <laughs> it's it's so boring uh but they're really trying to sell it with the slow motion and like the, it would cut to sparks, I think, or something. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I, yeah. By the way, I want to throttle the person who compared this to. Uh, I was just looking at because uh, as I'm always looking through the reviews for these movies, right? Whoever compared mm-hmm. this to Sam Peckinpah esque slow mo, you can go oh, right wow. to hell. That's a crime against <laughs> cinema, even saying that. <laughs> like the, yeah. the the man sort of famous for inventing slow motion action movies. Yeah, mm-hmm. this is on that level. Mm-hmm. The man that like John Woo descends from and stuff and so I was just about to say this reminds it's more of a John Woo. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 Yeah, that's what it is. And the uh, it's, it's it's a beautiful ballet of violence. Exactly. Yeah. Like that's what it I've never seen especially cuz you've got two guys who could like you don't you want to see these two super powered guys like 
throw each other around and stuff. Once again, like no. in Terminator, when the two Terminators yeah. are fighting and they're hurling each other about and bashing parts off of each other and stuff. No. That would require any amount of choreography. They any choreography, money, that. special effects. Yeah, Instead, no. <laughs> and oh no, the kid's going to combust is what we hear here. So that's bad, I guess. I guess. Yeah. And then the fight That's... wraps up because Tommy shoots both of them out a window in this factory. Yeah, yeah. And it's and uh Abraxas is not sure if he's gonna get blasted by the child. Is the <laughs> child turning evil? Is is that what's happening? Yeah, it's this thing where it's kinda like the movie wants to have a little bit of this carry aspect to it, but the right. kid is such a non entity because he never speaks. And it's not even that he never speaks. There's like hardly any cutaways to him reacting or anything. He's a total blank slate. The kid's a prop in this movie. This and, and this kid is edging towards murderous in this scene. Yeah. But then after this scene, he's not fine. An issue. Because, Don't even worry about it. Because Secundus has been again. has been thrown out the window and fallen to the ground. But yeah. Abraxas is hanging on to the window. And he goes, mm-hmm. when the kid looked down at me, I wasn't sure if he was going to finish me off. You know, it's... it's. And it looks like the kid <laughs> is going to. Yeah. Like, fully going to kill Abraxas. And then we don't know because the mother comes running in and saves Abraxas. So we have no yes. idea what the kid was about to do. The other thing yeah. is this was total Blade Runner, right? Yes. Total yes. Blade Runner De- ripoff when Roy Batty is looking down at Deckard hanging off of the thing. Uh, mm-hmm. And then ends up saving him, even though they're mortal enemies. Uh, you know, right. just like a, a, an amazing ending to one of the greatest movies ever made. But uh, whatever, you know, Brax is pretty good too. <laughs> yeah, it's very similar, same thing. I mean, it, it, um, it is clear. This is it not- is clear. Damien Lee is like a fan of the same stuff we are, Lisman. It's just yeah. he, he he doesn't seem to understand why it is actually good. I mean, that happens yeah. a lot, I guess, in these movies. Yeah, it does. Uh, so yeah, but don't worry, the fight isn't over yet, folks, because yeah, Secundus gets up. That is not up. the end of Secundus. No, yeah. that's right. And uh, and there's some more bad fighting. Uh, and then he 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 grabs on like he's gonna crush Secundus's head, and mm-hmm. the 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 answer box is like, no, no, remember, you cannot kill another finder. And he's like, oh, you're right. Oh, wait a oh. minute, test Secundus. For the answers to the anti-life equation, that's like that's like saying that's you're strangling somebody to kill them, and yeah. like wait, I can't kill. I'm gonna use this gun and shoot them because <laughs> yeah. it's not me killing them; <laughs> it's the bullet. I'm gonna strangle this person. Wait, no, here, I'll just let them go over this edge, like uh, down right. a cliff. I'm I'm strangling them at the edge of the cliff, and I go, oh wait, I can't murder them. Let me just let them go. Let me just drop them off a cliff. Yeah. Oh, the gravity understand. killed him, not me. I, you know, it's just real shame. What a what an asshole that gravity is. Wasn't wasn't that what's the uh, Arrested Development quote? That was ninety percent gravity. Yeah, when it, when they're when they're uncovering the uh, the the skull in the anthropology yeah. class, and Buster just yeah, smashes it with, it with hammer. his hammer. That was ninety percent gravity. Yeah. <laughs> Great, great joke. Uh, uh, an actually funny thing. Yeah, that's nice. Uh, uh-huh. So yeah, and so yeah, that of course his head lights up and he explodes. And I wanted the answer box so badly to go pretty sneaky, Abraxas. <laughs> oh, I'm a scamp. <laughs> and uh, and so yeah, so they go. Uh, th- th- and once again, upstairs the bosses are like, "Well, 
you know what? Pretty good, unorthodox, but pretty good job, Abraxas. Totally fine with it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He it, did. You know, now that guy, we think but, about it, know. this all kind of worked out. Uh, yeah. yeah. And they and they go, sure. oh. and yeah. then immediately they're like, "Get ready for transport to your next mission. No time off." And he's like, "Hold on a second, there. Doesn't uh, it seem like somebody should stay here to protect the kid?" And I like that they're just like hand waving, like, yeah, 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 we'll send somebody or something. He goes, oh, I don't, hey, well, wait a minute now. I was saying maybe I should stay here and, uh, I don't know, bang the mom too while I'm at it. <laughs> if I bang the mom, do you mean just gently touch her, her yeah. uterus? Is that, is that what he means? Wouldn't that be, that, I, I really want that scene where they're in bed and she's like, all right, let's do it. And he's like, fantastic. And he gets the hand out and put, that's it, baby. And she's like, okay, I don't even get to it. And okay. baby. Okay. That's I'm right. not even convinced Abraxas has a penis. Let's be real. No, I, I, that's what I said. There's, there's no concept of what these people's deal with physical intimacy is or sexuality uh -huh. apparently they're procreating just by magic touch so mm -hmm. I, and that didn't seem pleasurable uh in it's any also capacity. assuming that secundus and abraxas are the same species which yeah. i guess we don't and also i'm gonna now raise secundus's child as my own yeah <laughs> my mortal yeah. enemy's boy shall become mine how Shakespearean of me. Yeah, the ultimate victory. <laughs> I do, there is a point earlier when he's explaining how space travel works, and he says, it's kind of like a subway. And I thought, how do you know what a subway is? That's <laughs> such a great oh, question. That. Yeah, he goes, so he goes, it's basically a tube that connects, much like a subway. I'm like, what? What? <laughs> that? Yeah, that's also universal. Every planet does have a subway system. Oh, right, I forgot. We've got Tuesdays and subways. <laughs> Those are the two things that are universal. And that's also the title of my first single I've been working on. Tuesdays and Subways. <laughs> <laughs> Jesse Ventura and Steven Seagal can collaborate on an album together. Oh, please do. <laughs> please, please do. Uh, and so uh, they're like, I do like that they're like, uh, yeah, sure, Abraxas, go ahead and stand on once again. Well, I don't know what don't I don't. Care. I don't know who these guys are, what they want, how this organization works. But they're just like, um, okay, yeah, Braxis, you stay on Earth. Well, whatever. That's You're clearly fine. the only finder we have. But sure, you can you can retire. And then yeah, he puts his big old arms around the mother and son, and it's just like, well, I guess I'm daddy now. Uh, <laughs> and then like, they, they drive off. It's instant family. And yeah, this is also where the two cops who have done nothing are just there going, huh, ah, I guess you are a space cop. Yep, that's what I said. And they're like, all right. And then literally they go, well, let's go get some coffee and donuts. And then the movie ends. Well, oh, one thing happens before. Uh-oh. What was it? The child has a line. Yes, he does. What he, is he says what does something he say? at the end of the movie. I don't remember. <laughs> that required me to pause and or rewind. Alex, uh, do you remember what the... he says? He has, it's it's a real Tiny Tim 
God bless us everyone kind of thing, right? No, I, I didn't write that one down. <laughs> yeah. I love I love this is supposed to be like a big moment in the movie, and the, all three of us are like, I don't know, he says some shit or something. Well, because it's it's <laughs> it's VO. Like yeah. it's clearly ADR'd into the film. Like you don't see you don't even see the car that they're in at this point. No, I just want to see if it's past a... the frame and then he says the line. Oh holy like... shit, the kid said something. <laughs> That's and that's absolutely crazy. Tune in for Braxis too. Yeah, yeah. Come see like Braxis too. We promise the kid's gonna say a whole lot more. I don't want that. <laughs> he he's gonna he's gonna be zinging me left and right. Uh. Or he's gonna be the villain of the sequel. Well, yeah, we kind of saw them tip off of that. No, I love even the even the IMDb quotes doesn't have it, and usually they just include last lines. Yeah. Just in general, and no, I'd love it. The big, the whole movie, the kid doesn't speak, and then he finally does, and literally no one cares. And even the movie's <laughs> like, I don't know. I guess he's talking now. Hey, Who whoa! Hey, watch it with the swears, there, little man. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's like that guy was a fucking prick. <laughs> hey, Jesus Christ, kid! <laughs> cool it. I he was gonna murder me earlier. Now he's tossing around curse words. <laughs> We better we better talk to Jim Belushi about his behavior. Uh. You gonna lay some pipe in my mom? <laughs> that actually, I want a sequel to the movie, if only to see the parent-teacher conference with Abraxas talking to Jim Belushi. <laughs> that would have been amazing. <laughs> I don't care for these books you've been assigning him. He, he Abraxas becomes one of those parents who goes, these books aren't appropriate. We better take him out of the library. Mm -hmm. he, yeah. Uh, he is staunchly religious at that point. I, I don't, um, that's the, I, I didn't, I don't, I've never lived in Minnesota, so I do not know what his policies were like or what, I have to assume he was a, uh, oh, interesting. <laughs> he won as an He's like a libertarian Democrat sort of yes right? that's an that but that's so weird he got elected to governor as, as an independent uh yeah independence party then the ref <laughs> listen i've never seen this many political parties listed on somebody's thing independence party reform party independent party and now identifies as part of the green party okay yeah huh. okay well interesting there you go not yeah but uh, yeah I thought I thought he was either going to be really conservative or like that, just like Bonkersville out there. But he does yeah. seem, with all the conspiracy theories, he does seem like a guy who'd be like, I don't believe in either party. Yeah, that yeah. That does kind of add up. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, I wrote down no kills in the movie or no one-liners because I, th this movie, it's not even that it doesn't have them. It's just it, it transcends even being able to discuss them. This movie is so bizarre. It yeah, exactly. There's maybe the vaporization of the the guy after he breaks the Pepsi bottles, but no, there's yeah, there's there's there's, there's nothing. No, there's there's yeah. there's not much there. So we'll just yeah. go ahead and skip past that. Uh, which mm -hmm. means it's time to look at some. Uh, you know, it's always my quest to find the strangest IMDb reviews for this. And I will say this has a solid. <laughs> this might be the lowest. Uh, average user rating listman 2.9 stars out of 10 is the average That's rating of this movie so it was very hard rough. to find anybody speaking remotely positive about it so, mm -hmm. <laughs> so but i found somebody uh wow. <laughs> who, who can watch 
this and think I liked it. You yeah, know? here you go. This 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 comes to us from IMDb user. Oh, I love this name. IMDb user Love Twenty One Jump Street. Uh, and that's L U L U V Twenty One Jump Street. Sure. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Great show. Yeah. You know, movie. Whatever. Yeah. 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 I don't you know. I don't. They don't specify if it's the show or the movie. But uh, mm. th- so uh, here it is, and uh, it's it's uh, it's titled Would Watch It Again. For those certain people who who thought it took place in space, should have read the back of the box. I actually liked this movie and thought it was good for a low-budget film. Then again, I did read the back of the box. The plot was solid, as it didn't have very many plot holes, and the acting was decent. I'm not saying that it was Oscar-worthy, but it wasn't like one would have wasted their time if they watched it. Yes, it was simple and to the point, but at least it wasn't over the top like movies are nowadays. Then again, I still watch movies that are, then again, I still watch movies that are in black and white. Anyway, it's still a good movie, and I would definitely watch it again. Eight out of ten stars. What yeah, what is going on with this person? Plot holes? <laughs> Not a one. No Lisman. plot holes? Nope. Totally sound. Airtight storyline here may i just remind you that he could have stayed at the house he didn't have <laughs> the second half of the movie didn't have to happen Look, uh, it's really you too know, bad Lisman, it's really too bad you can't respond to reviews on imdb because i would have loved if listening goes what about him not staying at the house it doesn't make any sense if you read the back of the box it would apparently <laughs> that i, that I love because I, I think a lot of the other reviews mentioned that like because the, the the poster is has a space image and Guardian of the Universe, yeah. so I think a lot of people are like, oh, I thought this was gonna be like a space adventure. So I love the idea of this like, you dumb dumbs, you didn't do your research. Yeah, I, th- I I I agree, Alex. I thought it was too. I thought this was gonna be kind of maybe like a like a Flash Gordon ripoff kind of thing or something like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. Um, That's kind of what we were hoping. I think. I think we all got of us something. Were it'd be something like that. I don't know if it's better or worse that we got something way weirder for the sake of the show. Um, <laughs> But uh, yeah, so that's that's what Love Twenty One Jump Street's opinion of this movie was, and and don't forget okay. they read the back of the box. Um, sure, <laughs> always read the back of the box, folks. Um, uh, all right, uh, well, it, uh, it's time to check in though with our absolute favorite reviewer, and yes, it's mm. time for another edition of the Winning Opinion. Uh, and now Bruce didn't see this movie. Uh, we know he's not a big sci-fi fan, so I kind of had to dig to find another sci-fi film review. We we did discover recently, Lisman, because he loved the Sylvester Stallone Judge Dredd, that he he's mm-hmm. open to sci-fi now. And, and apparently mm-hmm. he's found another one he liked here, because this is his review of the Will Smith movie Gemini Man. You guys remember this oh, was out a couple years ago? Yeah. It's the movie where Will Smith yes. fights the younger clone of himself. Um, yes. It's fine. I saw it. It's okay. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, it's 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 a totally generic sci-fi action movie. But uh, mm-hmm. uh, here we go. This is Bruce's review. It's entitled "The Major Sci-Fi Issue Was Cloning." There were... <laughs> <laughs> For those wondering, I'll save you time, Bruce. This thinking there. Uh, there was yeah. no creepy sci-fi stuff. The reason I like this so much is the action and violence. I like the pursuit scenes very much. Very unusual Mm. pursuit action. I appreciate the Mm. abundance of shooting. I like the punching and kicking. 
Thank you, Amazon Prime Video, for the recommendation. I had to skip several recommendations because they are already in my Blu-ray library. Five out of five stars. Fucking Amazon. How do you not know that they're in my Blu-ray library, you yeah. fucking idiot? Amazon, I, I appreciate it from you. Yeah. <laughs> you I learned see? it from watching you. Well, it is always this thing where he thinks it's like he thinks he's talking to a person where he goes, didn't you... Amazon, when you're recommending me movies, didn't you cross-check with my recent purchases? I own these I movies. I told you. I said it out loud in front of the television. What? How else don't, am I Yeah, don't you to... love the idea that he's going through the recommended movies going, Amazon, I have this. <laughs> what, are you, what are you doing? Why would you do that? Uh, and then it's like, I guess I'll watch sci-fi because there's plenty of shooting. I mean, this is totally... Because uh, uh, the only sci-fi thing it is there's a clone. Other than that, the movie is nothing but chasing and fighting. And so shooting. he didn't like the creepy sci-fi stuff. That seems to be the thing. Although we have recently heard him come around on horror because the violence is more gratuitous. I think he likes horror, like slasher horror films. Yes. I don't know if he likes, you know, ghosts and uh, No, wasn't he kind of weirded out by Hereditary? We read his review of Hereditary. And he was, Did we? I, I he, wish I could remember that. I think he was like, pretty strange movie. Um, I mean, but he, it, it he of is. course, as we already said, he fucking adored American Psycho. Um, Did that he, movie. Was yeah, like, for the wrong reasons, I'm sure. I can't Did wait to Did he ever watch his... The Lighthouse? Do you think he ever <laughs> I saw don't that? know if he ever watched The Lighthouse. I haven't seen that. Okay. I shudder to read his Fight Club review someday if he ever <laughs> oh, one. Because oh, he's going to no. totally miss the point of that movie. Uh, uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, I just lo- yeah, everything... I like everything. I love the punching. He would he would love that movie, but once again, for mm-hmm. all the wrong reasons. That the mo- the reasons mm-hmm. that David Fincher yells at people about that movie. Uh, yeah. Well, we didn't particularly care for Abraxas, so let's take. Uh, you know what? I'm just gonna say this is this is the sequel. All right, this is Abraxas on Earth, and so that was Abraxas Guardian of the Universe. This this is mm-hmm. gonna be the subtitle of the movie. Uh, okay, uh, Abraxas and- on Ice. <laughs> Uh, here we go. This is a this is a Braxis. Uh, here it comes. Uh, mm-hmm. A Braxis deception mm-hmm. of Mars. Wow, a Braxis deception of Mars. Okay. Okay. So I mean uh, uh, that 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 keeps us in the kind of space category. Yeah, that's weirdly. That's oh wow interesting. Okay, Deception of Mars. We've been using a different uh, we've been using a more advanced as we've talked about. We've recently upgraded our movie title generator. So we're getting yeah. more variety like sci-fi ideas and stuff in it. We're no longer just getting Steven Seagal titles. Yeah, I think we're I think we're getting a little bit more advanced kind of stuff rather than just sort of random collidings of words like we used to. But so yeah, we got what what, what did I say Terminal. it was? Terminality. Uh, deception, deception of Mars. Of Mars. Deception of hmm. Mars. Okay, it's got to okay. well so start off. Abraxas is living his happy life on Earth with his of course twenty kids because he just keeps. Oops, sorry, touched you again. Oh boy. <laughs> oh jeez. Yeah, keep mm-hmm. having kids. Uh. I gotta raise mm-hmm. another kid, um, but <laughs> uh, when, good thing he's living off the grid. Yeah, yeah. Now that I've got my family off the grid, it's ever since I figured out nine eleven was an inside job. Uh, 
<laughs> he had a whole show i think on that true tv channel he had like a conspiracy th- it wasn't called conspiracy theories because it's just like the truth with jesse ventura mm-hmm. um mm-hmm. but okay so uh he's he's living his happy life on earth and then he gets a call the guardians of the universe the finders need him again because there's a situation mm-hmm. on mars i think that's the starting place but mm. that's mars got- was replaced with something else because it's got to be the deception right yeah, something it. sinister. Mars, uh, so yeah. Secundus is back. Well, Secundus is definitely dead. back. I feel like that's that's a given, right? Secundus is yeah. alive again. And Mars, mm. yeah, Mars isn't Mars. There's an interesting idea. We went to bed last night and Mars was Mars. We woke up this morning and it's something else. <laughs> yeah, he can just tell it looks yeah. a little different, but nobody will believe him. Oh, you know? yeah, he's going it's around... He's going around to scientists on the Earth and stuff like that. They're going, well, I don't know what to tell you, Braxis. It looks like it always does. No, I'm telling you, it's been replaced. (laughs) (laughs) So his only choice is to hop aboard a manned mission to Mars. It's already going, but he sneaks on board the rocket ship. Exactly. (laughs) Because once again, I am left without my weapons. I am left Mm -hmm. without my resources. Yeah, actually, no. Yes. It, yeah, forget that it's not a finder-approved mission. This even the finders won't believe. No one believes him. No, they keep yeah, saying it's know. some kind of conspiracy theory. <laughs> exactly. I know what I know. <laughs> Do you? Okay, so he needs to take down. Wait, what's the name of the organization he works for? Uh, the finders. Like they're right? finders. Yeah, it's just. So he is a finder, but also the organization is called the Finders. I think that I mean we get no other name. Okay. Uh I think uh the Finders are amassing an army on Mars mm. to destroy Earth. Because they they don't trust that the the coal coalmator is still on Earth. Right, right. You know? There you go. We have we have to we have yeah. to they have to make a preemptive strike against the planet. Mm-hmm. So Ooh, Mars is actually a vessel. He and Secundus have to team up because now the finders. <gasps> yeah. Once my greatest enemy is now the only hope this planet has. Yes. Yes. Definitely. <laughs> will you? <laughs> will you ride by my side once again, brother? <laughs> <laughs> I guess so. We have no choice. We have to save the cometa. Yeah, and and Sona Sona is is past at this point, but um, it, that leaves room for uh, Secundus to become his new lover. Together, um, we will raise my army of children <laughs> off the grid. <laughs> uh, yeah, and so there you go. It's the it's the two of them engaging in a war with the Finders on the surface of mars which is no longer Mm -hmm. mars it's instead a giant battle station Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. yeah i think this all makes there you go about as much sense as the original a praxis 2 deception of mars coming soon to Uh a red box near you uh you listening damien lee use some of that use some of that uh what was the thing something dicks uh (laughs) whatever use use your dick money to to make this happen um yeah super dicks super dicks use that super dick money and make this happen yeah uh all right uh well next week on the show listman we start a new month because it's september and Mm. we are starting uh cynthia roth rocks september a month 
fucking god. A female martial arts star, Cynthia Rothrock, who we love on this show, of course. Uh, one yes. of our, one of our, I think we have three major crushes on this show, and it's JCVD, Scott Adkins, and Cynthia Rothrock. Would you say that's correct? Yeah, they're the, Those ho- are, the holy triumph. That is our yeah. holy triumvirate. We're in love with all three of these people equally. Uh, mm-hmm. And were it legal, we would marry all of them. Uh, yeah. But, uh, but so we, we, we thought we would celebrate the woman herself, Cynthia Rothrocks, with a month of her movies, as well as, since she kind of broke the glass ceiling as a female mm-hmm. action star, there will also be a month of our favorite non-male guests. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we've had a lot of the fellas on this show, Alex. You certainly come on, uh, but uh, but we've we 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 have a lot of our favorites coming on, and we're starting off next week with uh, <laughs> I, we're happy to have her, but certainly the easiest guest we can get. Uh, <laughs> she's in the next room. Yeah, she's in the uh, next room. She watches pretty much all these movies with you anyway. Uh, but I know yeah. she's excited to watch that. We're going to kick things off with the movie Sworn to Justice. Yeah, and as always, listen, I will ask. Would you like the tagline for this movie? Oh, yes. No badge, no rules, and no mercy. Cynthia Rothrock in Sworn to Justice. <laughs> it may have something to do with vigilantism. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Huh. Anyway, this is we're kind of all over the place. We're not following in any kind of chronological order. So we're starting in the mid-90s. We'll go back to the 80s. We're going to be a little all over her all over the place with her career and believe me with these four movies coming up we're only scratching the surface of that very lengthy filmography she has so yeah uh this this, and yeah so very excited we love cynthia rothrock on the show uh Mm -hmm. i will say i have already watched this movie and it is bonkersville man so uh i don't know if they're gonna get weirder than sworn to justice so i want to prepare people so uh we'll talk about that next this film yeah. Well, yeah. Well, actually, to be fair, it, it is a totally uh, contained and tame movie compared to this week. So, uh, yeah. Uh, and Alex, thank you as always for continuing to pick the weirdest mm-hmm. movies. Uh, it's fun for us to have people come on who don't do this every week. You mm. know, it's someone's got to do it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's di- it's dirty work, but somebody's got to do it. Somebody's got to do it. Yeah. yeah. Uh, well, hopefully next time when you come on, we'll have a, a movie that's maybe. I think a bit I think your next schedule to come back in November for a Norris mm. vehicle, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. Yeah. So that's gonna be that. Good. That. that I, yeah. I'm really looking forward to that. Yeah. Yeah. That that Chuck went well. Can't let me down. The last time you were on for Chuck, it went well. So I think that can go. So. I, yeah, Chuck has not time. let us down either. Yeah, that's yeah. why. I mean, that's why we're kind of you know hedging some of the fall months right Lisbon, with uh some people mm-hmm. we legitimately love. we also love chuck i don't know if he's one of our show crushes but he's certainly somebody we love as well he's he's kind right. of a dad figure i feel i feel like more than right than, than in our crush camp you know exactly uh, yeah you know, so yeah. yeah he's he's just been around forever uh but mm-hmm. uh anyway yes so that will be uh next week on the show but that is going to do it for this week's episode of the action shelf i'm john campbell i'm michael Lisman. till next week get yourself some action the action show. The action show.